is Motor Racing Network Classics, presented by MRN. Weather conditions are perfect, and a huge crowd is gathering at the Talladega Super Speedway as the NASCAR Winston Cup Series gets set to go here for the 32nd time in the Winston 500. Hello and welcome to Motor Racing Network's live coverage of the NASCAR Winston Cup Series. Alan Bestwick here along with Barney Hall and so many things to talk about before the start of today's race. We've got the championship Five races to go in the season and one of the biggest wild card races left at hand today. The wild and unpredictable nature of racing here and perhaps foremost, a new rules package that could make the racing wilder and the unpredictable even more so. But but when all that's said and done, Alan, it's still Talladega. The draft has always been the equalizer here from the practice sessions we saw yesterday and everything that they've changed on the car. They still run big packs of traffic, and if you lose that draft, you're going to be behind. But it's going to be better this time because everybody we've talked to says you can be a 1,000 feet behind the lead draft, and within two laps, it'll pull you right back up there. But there is a lot of unknowns with the engine combination, the, the different plate they're running here this time, different sheet metal on the cars. A brief summary of some of the things that have happened. You are probably no doubt well aware of the rule change that NASCAR made for this race with the uh, air deflector across the roof of the roof of the cars, the 70-degree tall, 70-degree uh, rear spoiler angle, all of that creating a much bigger vacuum behind the cars, giving you more opportunities to pull alongside someone and pass than maybe we've seen in recent events here. A lot of that targeted toward Daytona. But this is Talladega, and it's really not going to change the racing here a whole lot. We've seen, like Dale Earnhardt said in our opening, four deep, 40 long here uh, for the last several years, and there's no reason to expect any different than that today. No, it won't be a bit different. There'll be 20, 30 car packs of traffic, and in the beginning, there'll probably be the whole field just running nose to tail around the speedway. It'll make the hair stand up on your neck, and it's going to be coming up here very shortly. Sunny day here in central Alabama, just some high haze, if you will, and actually not sure how much of that is the campfire smoke from the hundreds of thousands who've been around the racetrack here all weekend long. Temperature going to be around 80 degrees. Great conditions under which to contest the 32nd running of the Winston 500. Driver introductions are just beginning. We'll go down to the pre-race stage and hear from some of the contestants in today's race. When we come back in a moment from the Talladega Super Speedway, this is MRN Radio. Outdoor care to home and auto repair. Do it with Craftsman. Find the tools, equipment, and storage you need at your local Lowe's, Ace Hardware, or Craftsman.com. Silence is golden, especially when it comes to brakes. That's why Napa Silent Guard are built to be one of the smoothest and most quiet brakes on the market. Made with fiber-reinforced shims that eliminate noise for the life of the pad. Rubber-coated hardware for a better fit and quality design that meets and exceeds OE performance. Silent Guard brakes deliver the stopping power drivers demand. Available now at Napa locations nationwide. At the Talladega Super Speedway, getting ready for today's running of the Winston 500 for the NASCAR Winston Cup Series, the 30th race of 34 in the 2000 campaign. Qualifying on Friday afternoon, Joe Nemechek was the fastest man in time trials, his first Bud Pole Award of the 2000 season, joining the class for the Bud Shootout of 2001 down at Daytona during Speed Weeks coming up in February. Nemechek was also the Bud Pole winner for this race one year ago. But he only led one lap, wound up finishing in 30th position. He's hoping for much better things today. Let's hear from him now. Newport, Tennessee's Jim Phillips is with Joe Nemechek down at the pre-race stage. 190.279, the Bud Pole winning speed. 
Last year, you were the Bud Pole winner. Led only one lap. Can you do better today? Well, I definitely hope so. Uh, you know, I'm with a, with a different team now, and we're back on the pole, and that says a lot. Uh, you know, this is a real team effort in making these cars go fast, especially here at Talladega. And cars driving good. You know, they, we had a little bit of a rule change yesterday before happy hour, and it, it changed, definitely changed how our car ran. So um, we made some decisions this morning. We changed the motor, changed the gear, changed quite a few things on the car, and I, th- I really think we're going to be pretty good today. Now, the last couple of years, out front's been the place to be. T- today, is out front going to make you a sitting duck for the rest of them? Oh, yes. You know, with the, with the new, the arrow rules, it, it lets the guy behind really have an advantage on whoever is a sitting duck in front. And um, uh, fortunately and unfortunately for me, I'm the guy in the front, so they're gonna, I'm going to be the first one. Now, the last couple of years, out front's been the place to be. T- today, is out front going to make you a sitting duck for the rest of them? Oh, yes. You know, with the, with the new, the arrow rules, it... It lets the guy behind really have an advantage on whoever is a sitting duck in front. And um, uh, fortunately and unfortunately for me, I'm the guy in the front. So they're gonna, I'm going to be the first one they try hanging and making these cars go fast, especially here at Talladega. And cars driving good. You know, they, we had a little bit of a rule change yesterday before happy hour. And it, it changed, definitely changed how our car ran. So um, we made some decisions this morning. We changed the motor, changed the gear. Changed quite a few things on the car, and I, th- I really think we're going to be pretty good today. Now, the last couple of years, out front's been the place to be. T- today, is out front going to make you a sitting duck for the rest of them? Oh, yes. You know, with the, with the new, the arrow rules, it, it lets the guy behind really have an advantage on whoever is a sitting duck in front. And um, uh, fortunately and unfortunately for me, I'm the guy in the front, so they're gonna, I'm going to be the first one. Now, the last couple of years, out front's been the place to be. T- today, is out front going to make you a sitting duck for the rest of them? Oh, yes. You know, with the, with the new, the arrow rules, it, it lets the guy behind, really, you know, with the, with the new, the arrow rules, it, it lets the guy behind really have an advantage on whoever is a sitting duck in front. And um, uh, fortunately and unfortunately for me, I'm the guy in the front, so they're gonna, I'm going to be the first one they try hanging and making these cars go fast, especially here at Talladega. And cars driving good you know they we had a little bit of a rule change yesterday before happy hour and it it changed definitely changed how our car ran so um, we made some decisions this morning we changed the motor changed the gear changed quite a few things on the car and i th- i really think we're going to be pretty good today now the last couple of years out front's been the place to be T- today is out front going to make you a sitting duck for the rest of them oh yes you know with the with the new the arrow rules it it lets the guy behind really have an advantage on whoever is a sitting duck in front and um, uh, fortunately and unfortunately for me I'm the guy in the front so they're gonna I'm gonna be the first one the last couple of years out front's been the place to be today is out front gonna make you a sitting duck for the rest of them oh yes you know with the with the new the arrow rules it it lets the guy behind really have an advantage on whoever is a sitting duck in front and um, uh, fortunately and unfortunately for me, I'm the guy in the front, so they're gonna, I'm going to be the first one they try hanging out. But I think our car is good enough, and we got a good motor. Uh, just everybody's been working so hard to make this program work, and uh, it's finally paying off. Bud Pole winner Joe Nemechek, 190.279 miles per hour. Dale Earnhardt Jr. has qualified third for today's race. This is second start in NASCAR Winston Cup, Cup competition here at Talladega. He fell out after 300 miles of the April race with an engine failure. After a hot start to the 2000 season, it's been kind of a cool summer for Jr. He hasn't had a top 10 finish in the last 17 races. 
What about today? Marty Snyder is with Dale Earnhardt Jr. down at the grid. It has been a long time since they finished in the top ten, but the car obviously very good this weekend. Junior qualified third, but that was on the old restrictor plate. How much of a curveball was this new restrictor plate to you and your team? Well, it changed a lot of cars around and proved some people hurt some people maybe. Um, I think it just all comes down to driver uh, in the long run. Who are the guys with the most common sense, they're, common sense, they're going to be the majority of the top ten when it's over with. You say it all comes down to driver drafting as a learning experience. Have you learned enough, and how much have you learned this year and how to draft, and can you put yourself in a position to win this thing? I haven't learned enough, so I guess I'm going to have to be lucky some today. <laughs> so we'll just have, have to see how it goes. we got a great car, uh, a good fast car, one of the best cars here, and hopefully I can do right with it. They do have a very good car, but does he have the experience to win today? They certainly have a chance to. Dale Earnhardt Jr. will start third. Five races to go in the year now. Bobby Labonte with a big win at Charlotte one week ago today. Opened up his advantage in the championship to 252 points on Jeff Burton. But perhaps no other team has been more concerned about the change in restrictor plate sizes here at Talladega yesterday that was brought on by NASCAR. Then Labonte's team and his group. They were the fastest car without question under the one-inch plate configuration. They were so concerned about it last night, they sent their engine builder, Mark Cronquist, on an airplane back to Charlotte. He spent most of the night working in the engine shop there to make sure that nothing went wrong today by shrinking that plate size that might cause an engine failure and cost them ground in their quest to win the championship. Kyle Larson brings his Chevy four tires to Noco Racing Fuel. From fueling NASCAR champions on the track for over 20 years to innovating 94 octane, the highest octane on the market. Performance is what Sunoco does. All Sunoco fuel at the pump meets the same top tier standards as the fuel used in NASCAR. He's back here for Ryan Blaney, four tires with Sunoco fuel. From the track to your tank, you can trust Sunoco to help your vehicle perform at its peak. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches. Broadcast booth being rattled by a flyover by some military jets here who are putting on a show for the fans in the stands and kind of shaking the glass in front of us as well. But that's gotten them all charged up. We're getting set to go with today's Winston 500. Before the start, let's take a look inside the story surrounding the first NASCAR Winston Cup Series championship chase of the new millennium brought to you by Red Lobster, the proud sponsors of the Petty Racing Team. Five races to go in the season, and we get set to continue that championship chase just moments from now as we close in on the start of the Winston 500 here at Talladega. A look at the starting lineup now. Three drivers unable to qualify for today's race. Wally Dallenbach, Blaze Alexander, and Hut Strickland will not be in today's field. The drivers who will, back in 43rd position, will be Mike Bliss in the Pfizer Viagra Pontiac. The Ralph Supermarkets Ford with Brett Bonine will start 42nd. 41st position, Robert Presley in the Jasper Engines Ford. 40th is Jeremy Mayfield in the Mobile One Ford. The John Deere Ford with Chad Little starts 39th. 38th starter, Rusty Wallace, the Miller Lite Ford. 37th, Jeff Burton. We heard from a moment ago in the Sitco SuperGuard Ford. The DeWalt Tools Ford with Matt Kenseth. The board starts 36th. Give 35th position to Scott Pruitt in the Tide Ford. 34th starter, that'll be Daryl Waltrip in the Route 66 Big Kmart Ford. The Amico Pontiac with Dave Blaney starts 33rd. 
32nd, Sterling Marlin in the Coors Light Chevrolet and the Hot Wheels Pontiac with Steve Grissom will go from 31st. 30th starter today will be Ted Musgrave in the Bell South Chevrolet. It'll be Rick Mast starting 29th in the Conseco Pontiac. 28th, Rich Bickle aboard the Power Team Chevrolet this afternoon with Mark Martin going 27th in the Valvoline Cummins Ford. 26th starter Ricky Craven in the Midwest Transit Chevrolet with Elliot Sadler 25th in the Sitco Ford. 24th is Mike Skinner in the Lowe's Chevrolet with Johnny Benson lined up 23rd in the Aaron's Pontiac. 22nd starter Jimmy Spencer in the big Kmart Route 66 Ford, and Ward Burton goes from 21st position in the Caterpillar Pontiac. Dale Earnhardt will square off from 20th starting spot in the GM Goodrich Chevrolet. The Kodak Film Chevrolet with Bobby Hamilton starts 19th. The 18th starter is Michael Waltrip in the nation's rent Chevrolet. And the Kellogg Chevrolet from 17th position will have Terry Labonte. 16th starter Kevin LePage in the FamilyClick.com TV Guide Ford. The Cheerios Pontiac with John Ed Reddy is 15th. 14th starter Ken Schrader in the M&M's Pontiac. The Kodiak Ford of Stacy Compton starts 13th. 12th position Dale Jarrett in the Quality Care Ford Credit Ford. And the Texaco Haviland Ford with Ricky Rudd starts 11th. Now the top 10, Steve Park goes from 10th position in the Pennzoil Chevrolet with Dave Marcus lined up 9th in the Realtree Camouflage Chevrolet. 8th is Jeff Gordon in the DuPont Auto Chevrolet, though that is a backup car. He'll drop to the tail of the field on the pace laps. Kenny Wallace starts 7th in the Square D Cooper Lighting Chevy with championship leader Bobby Labonte lined up 6th in the Interstate Batteries Pontiac. The 5th starter is Tony Stewart in the Home Depot Pontiac with Jerry Nadeau lined up 4th in the MichaelHolligan.com Chevrolet. The third starter is Dale Earnhardt Jr. In the Budweiser Chevrolet, the front row, Bill Elliott is outside. He's in the McDonald's Ford and leading the field to the green flag today, Lakeland, Florida's Joe Nemechek, qualifying his Oakwood home Chevrolet at 190.279 miles per hour. So 43 drivers strapped in, getting set to go, and we are about one minute away from the command to start engines and get the Winston 500 underway. We're talking about this race and how exciting it always is. Yesterday... You and I were talking about coming here over the years, and, and I made the statement that there, I have never seen a bad race at Talladega. There's yeah. just no such thing as a bad race here. I don't care what the rules are, what uh, drivers are in it, who changes this, whatever. It is always just that kind of show. There's anywhere from 10 to 20 to 30 cars in the lead draft. It's been that way since 1969. And it doesn't matter what they've done to the rules, the change in the size of the restrictor plate yesterday or anything like that. Again, all of the discussion of these aerodynamic rules, a lot of that's pointed at Daytona. We are going to see the same Talladega race today that we've seen for the last 10 years. The bottom line is it's going to be exciting. We'll have a lot of lead changes. We'll have a big lead pack, and it's going to be a lot of fun, and we're, we're glad to be here to bring it to you. It should be very action-packed throughout the day. I think kind of everybody's waiting to see exactly how the draft will work. Everybody that I talk to down there says the draft is a little more effective, a little quicker. Uh, in, in other words, if you get anywhere near to the pack of, that you're trying to catch, it'll pull you up there a little bit faster than it has maybe in the past. And so how that affects things as, as we get into the racing and get, you know, 20, 30, 40 laps on a set of tires, it's just all unknown at this point. Down track side now is the Grand Marshal for today's race. He is at the start-finish line where uh, the microphones are set up, and he's about to give the command to start engines. Gentlemen, start your engine. Get today's race underway. There we go. Big roar from the crowd. The field of cars fires up, and we're getting ready to get down to the Winston 500 at Talladega, live on Motor Racing Network, next. Here at the Talladega Super Speedway, the field of starters in today's running of the Winston 500 is rolling from the pit lane out onto this giant two-and-two-thirds-mile track. 
beginning the three parade and pace laps they'll make before the green flag and the start of this afternoon's event. Motor Racing Network, glad to be here to bring you live coverage as we get set for what's going to be another thrilling afternoon here at the world's fastest speedway. 43 drivers and teams drafting aerodynamics, all kinds of pit strategy, and it'll come right down to the last couple of corners to decide who the winner is going to be. And it will probably be the same set of circumstances we've seen here for many years. It just luck of the draw. Maybe that last lap, who gets in position, the right position or out of position can determine who will go to victory lane. It's going to be a great day. I think one of the interesting things to find out when we do get down to the end, we heard uh, Ricky Rudd talk about there a minute ago. In the last several years of this restrictor plate racing, if you will, you've wanted to have been leading at the white flag. It's almost like if you weren't, uh, if you didn't have a run on the guy by the white flag, he was going to beat you. The guy that was out front was going to win. But Ricky Rudd saying he doesn't think it's going to be that way. In fact, he doesn't think you even want to make your move until you come off turn four, coming to the checkered flag. So that ought to be interesting to see how that plays out a few hours from now. I've got mixed feelings about that. I, <laughs> I still, if I were in one of these things from the years we've been coming here, more yeah. times than not, that cat leading the last lap when they go off into one. There have been exceptions many, many times, but also I think the percentages favor the, the gentleman who's leading. Yeah, because it's one thing to get alongside him. It's another thing to complete the pass. And, and uh, you know, it, it also depends who you're trying to pass to. Some guys, it's one thing to get alongside him. It's another thing to pass him. Well, we'll find out one of the many things to be determined in this new configuration of car as we get set to go here over the next 188 laps that'll make up the 500-mile distance in today's Winston 500. Today's broadcast of the Winston 500 is brought to you under exclusive radio rights granted by the Talladega Super Speedway to MRN Radio solely for the private non-commercial use of our listening audience. Any publication, reproduction, or other use of the description and accounts of this event without the express written consent of MRN Radio is prohibited. Let's get a couple of updates from Pit Road. We've been talking about the change in size in the carburetor restrictor plate from the one inch they came here with on Friday and Saturday morning to the 15 16th inch opening that they'll use today. A lot of engine builders have been trying to make sure that the slight slighter, uh, the, the greater restriction I should say, on the amount of fuel they'll be able to get to the carburetors doesn't cause any kind of a reliability problem this afternoon. Winston Kelly has more of a follow-up on that for us. Well, Robert Yates, the uh, team owner and also the chief engine builder for his two Yates racing teams, is talking to Todd Parrott, the crew chief on the car. See if we can get a quick thought from him. Robert, the changes from the inch to the 15-16th plate. First of all, what kind of horsepower differential are you seeing? Well, uh, that took 56 horsepower out of the engine, brought it a little more than halfway back of what we gained. It's just right in the middle. I think we're some parts are light. Cam might be a little bit too big, but got to stay with something RPM. I think what we're going to see here today different is so much RPM change that your valve train's got to handle a, a bigger swing of RPM than before. What other type of things do you have to be concentrating on, like gears and whatnot, when you make this type of change? It's not just the motor itself. Oh, we brought uh, gears, a wide range of gears, try to find there, there's going to be a bigger difference. Probably the last race, everybody had the same gear. Today, there's gears range from 291s to probably 325s, and uh, it's just a big deal. I mean, it's going to be fun. I think, you know, you might want that gear for the slingshot. Instead of having a big flywheel, you might want that momentum in the engine. It's going to be a fun day, and you know, if uh, it's good and safe, it's going to be an awesome day. Big smile on Robert Yates' face, and understandably so. His drivers start are 11th and 12th. They'll pit side by side, so he plans to stand right between the two pit stalls and monitor them all day long. Ricky Rudd and Dale Jarrett with a couple of strong horses to ride in today's event, though some of the issues dealing with, uh, from the technical side, the change in the opening of the restrictor plate that was done here yesterday. About a lap and a half away from the green, so let's take another quick commercial break here. We'll come back for all the action of the start of the Winston 500. 
quickly things can change. A moment ago, Earnhardt Jr. was leading. Last time they came by here, he was back to 19th position. His dad, Earnhardt Sr., started 20th, and he is all the way up in the top six or seven, scrambling there, but he's going to lose some ground right now as Stewart takes him back over to turn two. Stewart shows the way. Now it's Bobby Hamilton on the move. He dives to the inside of Michael Waltrip. He'll grab the second position. Ward Burton wants some of this. He gets fired, grabbing the third spot. In fourth now is Johnny Benson. Once again, they are three wide, racing down the back straightaway. John Andretti looking for some drafting help up high, but he won't get it. Tony Stewart leads the way. Hamilton on the bottom in second. Michael Waltrip is third. Everybody's staying on the low side of the racetrack, at least among those who are running well. Higher up, though, from six spot on back, John Andretti leading that draft of cars. It's two by two from sixth on back. Up front, though, it's going to be Stewart showing it off turn four. Early observation, what had been in the last couple of years a non-factor as far as if you got put in the middle lane, it wasn't really a big deal. You were able to keep up. Not been the case so far early in the race, you get stuck in that middle lane. This time, you're headed toward the back. The field's in one. Front ten cars, now single file, coming back into the corner. They are three and four wide from 11th on back. That is how far back Dale Jarrett has fallen. He's down to hold on to the position now. Dave Clark is walking to his inside, and Elliot Sandler moving up on that back. Here's a challenge closer to the front as Ricky Rudd dives down to the inside lane, tries to make the move on Ward Burton. He can't do it. That'll leave Johnny Benson hung out to dry on the outside in turn three. Johnny Benson now side by side to the inside of Earnhardt Jr. No chance to make a move there. Or at least Bill Elliott now covering the inside. Michael Waltrip does likewise. No chance at all for him to get back in line and Johnny Benson is going backwards. Out is a single car line as they come off turn number four back into the trial. This time probably back through the top ten I'm going to say it is single file. Well take that back. Here's Earnhardt Jr. breaking out of that draft right now on the outside. All of a sudden he's got a head of steam going and he's going to challenge up there for about seventh position as they go over to turn two. But instead of challenging he's going to have to defend Barney because he pulled out to the outside lane. Nobody went with him. He loses two positions before finally now Mark Martin and Mike Skinner team up with him. Down to the inside. They'll try and make the move. It is Ricky Rudd again peeking low on the back straightaway. Nothing there. He's got a rearview mirror full of Dale Earnhardt. Right behind Earnhardt, it's John Andretti in the number six spot. Ricky Rudd, though, thinks he has a car that can get something done. He's just trying to pick the right spot before making a move and finding out that he made a mistake. Earnhardt Jr. still powers to the outside. Michael Waltrip has his inside covered with drafting help from Marcus and Elliott Sabbath. Tony Stewart leads. Bobby Hamilton is second. Ward Burton is third. Fourth is Ricky Rudd. Dale Earnhardt is fifth. John Andretti is sixth. Bill Elliott is seventh. That's the lead draft. Now they're double wide from eighth on back. Working their way back up into the corner now. It's Dale Earnhardt Jr. again working the high side of the banking, trying to get something hooked up and get some help so he can move back towards the front to his inside. His dad, Dale Earnhardt Sr., also Elliott Sandler and Dale Jarrett trying to advance. It is Earnhardt and Earnhardt, Sr. and Jr. inside and out to the back straightaway. And Dale Earnhardt Sr. will get the advantage. He's got Dave Marcus working along with him right behind Mark. Marcus is Elliot Sadler. Now again, working the high side. Dale Earnhardt Jr. still right there. Nobody giving up on that high side. But the front seven cars have now hooked up together down low and pulled away. They say you're not going to be able to lose the draft here today. Or is that going to be the case? Well, there's a little bit of a gap right now between those seven and the eighth place car of maybe 10 or 15 car lengths. This time it is Dale Earnhardt Sr. pulling out on Ricky Rudd as they go back to turn number one. We were about to say a moment ago, Joe Moore, that at least the front seven or eight had figured out if we stay in a line, we can pull away. They don't stay that way very long. Didn't last very long. I thought maybe they would settle down, go single file, try to get out in front, but no one is going to stay single file. Everyone taking opportunities as they try to work their way to the front of the pack. Right now a three-car breakaway in turn three. But it's not much of a breakaway. Ten car lengths back to Ricky Rudd as he drives to 
to the inside of Dale Earnhardt. He's got drafting help from John Andretti. Then you've got Dale Earnhardt up high with Dave Marcus. Then Dale Earnhardt Jr. They're tied tightly together. Mark Martin is there. Toe to Mike Skinner. That's the outside groove trying to work towards the front. Now closer to the front. Rudd again looking at nothing else to block Andretti. Andretti not having any running room down the bottom side through the tri-oval. Will peak a little bit higher. Here's Bill Elliott going to try and stuff the fender underneath him. But Elliott lifts off the gas, gives Andretti room to get back in line. And they'll go single file to one. Here they come now, storming back into the corner. Still Tony Stewart showing the way. This time it's about a seven-car breakaway before they fall in line. Double wide. That is where Dale Jarrett works the outside lane. Try to work along with Dale Earnhardt and Dale Earnhardt Jr. Outside lane so far has not been the place to be as there's more drafting help down low. And that's where the lead pack runs. It's Tony Stewart, Bobby Hamilton, and Lord Burton. Single file to the banking of three. Making his way through traffic now. You wonder about Jeff Gordon. He's climbing his way back towards the top ten after starting at the tail end of the field. As a matter of fact, he continues to work the low side of the track and has made his way up to the tenth position. So a good scramble for Gordon out of turn four. They have now or will have put ten laps on the scoreboard when they cross the start finish line with Tony Stewart, Bobby Hamilton, Ward Burton, Ricky Rudd, and John Andretti, the top five. Back at Talladega, where Jeff Gordon has just made a breathtaking run around the top side of turns three and four to challenge for the lead. Over in one and two a lap ago, he was running about eighth. Somebody up at the head of the line had to lift off the gas, and Joe Moore, by the time they got back around, Gordon was out in front. Gordon just picked the right lane, dove down to the inside, missed everybody who was checking up, and gained about eight positions in the process. Now he leads the Winston 500. Out of turn number two, they come. It's Jeff Gordon on the point. Let's see if he can keep it there. Nobody else has been able to have much of a run at the front of the pack. Gordon this time will take the outside lane, runs right up next to the outside retaining wall. Right on his back bumper, his teammate Jerry Nadeau, Dale Earnhardt riding in the number three position. Now behind them, it is three wide from bottom to top of the racetrack. Everybody trying to hold their position for the moment. Front three staying down low, but going even lower now is Tony Stewart. He's going to try and draw to the inside of Dale Earnhardt and grab third spot away off the inside. Tries to take it away as they come back into the trioval. Puts the car right down to the yellow line as they swing down. Won't gain any ground on him. And this time Earnhardt cuts right across in front of him and he goes for second place. He may go for the lead on Jeff Gordon as they get down to turn one. Earnhardt dives to the inside. Gets by Jerry Nadeau. Kenny Wallace tried to make a move to the high side of the banking. That may not pay off. Here comes Ward Burton now hooking up with Earnhardt just behind Jeff Gordon. They're working the inside lane on the back stretch. They fan out three wide. Gordon goes from the low line to the outside, trying to block the run of Kenny Wallace. That opens the door for Earnhardt. Dale Earnhardt dives to the bottom, and he'll take the lead. So he takes advantage of any little opening, and he may bring some help along with him, working on the low side of the racetrack. Others jockeying for position. Ward Burton is there. Tony Stewart is there. Earnhardt leads to the delight of the fans off turn four with Ward Burton, Stewart, Gordon, and Nadeau. Will be the sixth different leader of the race if he can hold off Jeff Gordon back around the trioval to the stripe. Three deep the pack is most of the way through. Earnhardt leads. Ward Burton's behind him. Jeff Gordon leads the outside line back to the corner. Ward Burton slides by now, grabs the second position. Tony Stewart on the march. He works the inside lane behind Ward Burton. He'll pick off the third position. So Jeff Gordon proving once again the outside lane, even with the benefit of the draft, is not working. Gordon continues to backslide as now Bobby Hamilton is next in line on the inside lane. He'll take over the number four spot. Right behind Hamilton is Bill Elliott. He pulls to the inside of Gordon. 
to say hit three. Bobby Hamilton wants to give that Morgan McClure team another restrictor plate win as a going away gift. He works down low, picks off the spot. He's solidly in the fourth place right now. Off the corner, it's the inside groove that's working. They've got about eight car lanes on the outside lane. Definitely the inside is the place to be here at Talladega, at least in the early going this afternoon in the Winston 500. Earnhardt pulls them back across the line. Ward Burton sticks right with him. So does Tony Stewart. So does Bobby Hamilton as they go back to turn number one. But that outside line is beginning to kick in a little bit better, Joe Moore. They're not pulling away from them like they did a moment ago. First of the cars on the outside lane is Jeff Gordon. He's fallen all the way back to the sixth position. And remember, just a lap and a half ago, he was leading. He's getting some help from teammate Jerry Nadeau. They're trying to make something happen on the outside. Right behind Nadeau is Kenny Wallace, then Dale Earnhardt Jr. But the low line still the way to be right now. As to the inside, it is Bill Elliott looking to pick up the fifth spot. Others making noise now. Mark Martin, he's solidly there with that front group of cars working on the low side of the racetrack. He helps tighten up that draft as they come off the turn. The leader still, Dale Earnhardt, off four. Let's update the championship leader, Bobby Labonte, is back in 34th position. Jeff Burton has not made any progress toward the front. He's back in 41st out of 43 cars. Start-finish line, 17 laps are complete. Dale Earnhardt leads him back to one. Jeff Gordon, meanwhile, falls back to the ninth position. Again, the outside lane does not kick it in. Here's Earnhardt bringing the pack up off the corner. Just behind him is Ward Burton, Bobby Hamilton, Tony Stewart, Bill Elliott. All those cars running single file ahead of the three. For the moment, everybody will stay single file. Now Billy, Bill Elliott takes a bit of a peek to the inside of Bobby Hamilton. Can't find any room to race. Mike Skinner will kick it to the outside and challenge Ricky Rudd for the number six spot. We'll see if Skinner can keep it wound up to the high side. Last few times by, it's not been the place to be. This time, he doesn't lose any ground, though Skinner doesn't make up any ground either. Off turn four, Earnhardt, Ward Burton, Tony Stewart, Bobby Hamilton, Bill Elliott. That's the way they come back to the start-finish line. They'll put 18 laps on the board. It will be Dale Earnhardt leading Ward Burton, Tony Stewart, Bobby Hamilton, and Bill Elliott, the top five. Then a little bit further back, it will be Mike Skinner hanging on to six, Ricky Rudd seventh, Jeff Gordon eighth, John Andretti ninth, and tenth is Jerry Nadeau. They go to turn two. From fifth on back, they're stacked up double wide, leading that pack in the outside lane. This time is Mike Skinner. He pulled up in front of Jeff Gordon. So there's about seven cars hooked up in the outside lane, and further back, they're three wide, racing down the back straightaway. Based on what we've seen so far, Skinner may have painted himself into a corner when he went to the outside, but this time it's beginning to work. He's got Gordon for drafting help, and he'll pull to the outside for fourth place. Then Nadeau is behind Gordon. Kenny Wallace is next, followed by Sterling Marlin and Kevin LePage. Dave Marcus, Joe Nimichek, they're all in the mix. That's the outside draft, trying to chase down the inside lane. About to complete lap number 19 of 188. Joe Nemechek was on the pole. Dale Earnhardt Jr. led lap one. Dave Marcus lap two. Tony Stewart lapped three through 12. Then Jeff Gordon and Dale Earnhardt, the other two drivers that have been out in front of the race. Today's broadcast of the Winston 500 brought to you by the Brewmasters at Budweiser, who reminds you fresh beer tastes better. By McDonald's, we love to see you smile. By Remington's 597, the ultra-reliable 22 caliber rifle. And by Borg Warner Brand Auto Parts, Borg Warner Brand officially licensed by NASCAR. Getting kind of ticklish at the front of the field right now. Kenny Wallace and Jeff Gordon lead them as they go over to turn two. Kenny Wallace gets the lead up off the corner, working the inside lane with drafting help from Earnhardt. But Gordon is back up alongside. All of a sudden, the outside lane showing some strength again. It's Gordon by a car length. Right behind him, Mike Skinner. On the inside, it's Kenny Wallace, trailed by Dale Earnhardt. Then Ward Burton is third on the inside. Nadeau third on the outside. We're back to a high-speed pace lap.
lap again. Two by two by two by two all the way back through the entire starting field. Now up front, Earnhardt looks to the inside. He'll try and grab the lead if he can. Trying to go three deep on Kenny Wallace and Jeff Gordon into the tri-oval. He'll stuff the nose to the inside. Earnhardt's going to swing around. He and Gordon virtually a dead heat at the start-finish line. Kenny Wallace kind of hung in the middle groove. Here they come back into the corner now. Stacked up double wide. Gordon on the high side. Earnhardt down low. Ward Burton sits just in behind Earnhardt. Peaks for a moment in between the two cars. Sees no opportunity. But Earnhardt has the top spot. Here's Gordon again pulling even with the outside. Earnhardt digging hard right down on the yellow line. Coming off turn number two. That will give him the advantage for the moment. Earnhardt with Burton tucked right up under his rear. Bumper right behind them is Tony Stewart. Tony goes down to the low side of the racetrack and stays glued right there. He's running as low on the track as is anyone. Bill Elliott, whose car handles so very well. He's running in the fourth spot. If you're a Kenny Wallace fan, in one lap, 2.6 miles, he's gone from first back to 20th. Tell you what, they're getting an awful racy coming through the trial here, and every driver I've talked to over the years who come into Talladega say this is one of the most critical corners on this racetrack is through the dogleg. We've seen some breathtaking moves made there, seeing some more at the front of the field. Now, as the lead's going to open up a little bit, going to turn two. Earnhardt shows the way. Ward Burton is second. Those two cars, nose to tail, everybody else is side by side. Fourth third is Tony Stewart and Jeff Gordon on the back straightaway. Gordon just will not give up his attempt to make things work on the outside lane. He's got Skinner, Nadeau, Sterling Marlin along with him. He is side by side with Tony Stewart now on the outside lane battling for third. That is third spot as Dave says. Right behind him, Skinner and Nadeau still, but the low side of the racetrack is what's working once more as Dale Earnhardt just stays there. He hugs that inside groove, not letting Ward Burton get around at all. They have taken Kevin LePage's car behind the wall. He came onto the pit lane a minute ago and it's been pushed back behind the wall. We'll get an update there in just a moment. Here come the leaders of the start-finish line. Earnhardt with Ward Burton behind him and Jeff Gordon who is outside to turn one. Gordon again tries to pull up and do something from the outside lane, but it continually will not work for him. Earnhardt leads. Ward Burton is second. Here's Tony Stewart again working the inside lane. Gordon struggling with Skinner and Nadeau trying to get it hooked up to the outside. That high lane able to keep the momentum up as they drift all the way up to the outside wall coming off turn number two. And for the moment, it will keep Gordon in the hunt. He's side by side with Burton now as they hit three. Gordon and Skinner trying to make something happen if they can stay together, but they just haven't got enough oomph to get towards the front. They have drawn even with second place Ward Burton, but Ward trails the race leader Earnhardt by about a car length. They come off turn four, two by two again. There's been about five cars that's been able to stay right up in the front of the pack and lead some and not drop back that far. Earnhardt is certainly one of those. Ward Burton and Jeff Gordon and Tony Stewart along with Mike Skinner, although Bill Elliott's been able to hang up there. Elliott has suddenly dropped back to seventh place right now. Sterling Marlin's moved up a bunch. He is up into eighth position. Ricky Rudd continues to hang up there in the top ten and ninth. And Ken Schrader having a good run. Kenny is currently in tenth. Really hard to get a feel of this race, what, in the 26 laps that we've seen. Yeah, because you just, uh, you know, at first it looked to us like the outside lane wasn't going anywhere and the bottom was the only place you were going to be. Then the outside line started moving, and we don't know how much of this is drivers just maybe being a little careful and a little give and take in the early going. It's just hard to tell so far. Bottom line is... It's been pretty riveting so far, and we're just getting going. Let's follow up on the Kevin LePage story down in the pit area. Well, Kevin LePage is sitting in his tar- car talking to some of the engine men from Roush Racing. Kevin, what's the problem? Yeah, I think we lost uh, something in the bottom of the engine. Uh, really hate it for the FamilyClick.com team. I'll tell you, you know, we're just riding along right there, moving our way up. I think we got up to like 6th or 8th, and uh, I'll tell you, you know, we had a car right there today that I believe we could have won this race, but... Uh, it's over with now. We'll just get ready for Rockingham. 
Well, you heard in the opening of the show that he was leading and running second toward the end of this race last year, but Kevin LePage behind the wall early. Kevin is going to be the first driver out of this event here at Talladega today. You know what else is going to be kind of frustrating as you're driving down the highway or wherever it is you might be listening, Barney, is you're just going to hear names come and go throughout the day because people are going to go up and down the rankings of this one faster than you could say boo throughout the afternoon. Yeah, we, we uh, kind of said a little bit earlier when Dale Earnhardt Jr. was leading, and the next time they came back around, he'd slid all the way back to 18th position. It's just been that kind of event, at least in the early going. We're only 28 laps into it as they cross the line here this time. Dale Earnhardt still leads the Winston 500. At the Talladega Super Speedway, about to complete 41 laps in the Winston 500. Dale Earnhardt is the leader, getting square, squirrely for second. Bill Elliott makes an outside move through the trioval, gets second from Ward Burton. He draws even with Dale Earnhardt for the lead and charges to turn one. Bill Elliott on the move, working the high lane, coming into the corner. He's got an advantage over Dale Earnhardt. Let's see if Earnhardt can pull even. Entering turn number two, he does. Drafting help for both cars as they come up off the corner. And on the back straightaway, they're dead even for the lead. Elliott has the momentum. Earnhardt has that advantageous low line, and right now they are dead even. But as they hit full song, it's Elliott around the outside to take the lead. Earnhardt Jr. goes to second. Here comes Dale Jarrett for third. He's working to the high side of Dale Earnhardt. Jarrett is. They'll battle for third spot right there. Then you've got Ward Burton running in fifth. He's down low. You've got Nadeau and Ricky Rudd. Dave Marcus joining the fray. All of this off turn four. Two-car breakaway at the front of the field. Bill Elliott has a lead for just a moment as they come down to the line. As they swing across the start-finish line, Dale Earnhardt Jr. rides in the number two spot. Here's Dale Jarrett trying to take third place away from Dale Earnhardt Sr. They go to turn two. Those two race side-by-side side for the third position. Just behind them, you've got Jerry Nadeau on the outside of Ward Burton. They're racing for the fifth spot. And Ricky Rudd wants some of this. He peeks to the inside of Ward Burton, tries to make a three-wide move, but quickly gets back in line. Thinks about it, but didn't like the look of it. It is Jarrett on the outside of Dale Earnhardt. Side-by-side side for third. Ward Burton tucked right up under the rear spoiler of Earnhardt. Will push the Intimidator to the number three spot. As they work through the corner, everybody glued down low, at least those who have been running so very well. The first of the cars to really go to the high side is going to be Sterling Marlin. He's now joined by others there up front. Elliott, then Earnhardt, then Earnhardt. They're all battling. Bill Elliott, the eighth different driver to lead this event. Eleven lead changes already as we complete lap number 43. Closing in on what should be some green flag pit stops in another eight or nine laps as the field steams to turn one. Front three cars, single file, fourth place battle. That's the first side-by-side action. Ward Burton and Dale Jarrett working there. Then Ricky Rudd and Jerry Nadeau side-by-side, followed by Joe Nemechek and the car of John Andretti. Behind that single-file lead pack, it's five rows of two abreast as they fan out to the back straightaway. Elliott the leader. Earnhardt Jr. in second. Earnhardt in the third spot. Then it's Ward Burton and Dale Jarrett continuing that two-wide battle for fourth. Ken Schrader's the man trying to make the move now. He climbs the M&M's car all the way up the high side of the banking, tries to work around the outside of Jerry Nadeau if he can, but everything gets tightly battled up and bottled up in front of him, so Schrader gets back with half help from Wallace. We talked about him running three wide here at Talladega. You wonder why guys get in that center groove, because if you're running in the center lane and of, the, of a three-wide race going off into one and two or three and four, you don't have any room to maneuver at all. If you go to the right, there's traffic there. You're going to bump somebody. If you come down to the left, you're going to bump somebody, Joe Moore. But at the, uh, the outside and the bottom lane, you got a little bit more safety margin, a little bit more maneuvering room there. A lot of times, though, Barney, it's not your choice. And you could be riding along in the middle of a pack, and if the guys behind you decide to form a draft, go to the inside to the outside, suddenly you're sitting on a park bench watching the train go by, and you have no control over it. 
Fields in turn three. They work the low side of the banking now, and those who want to fan out begin to do so. Bobby Hamilton, who was way back a while ago, picks up some five positions here the last few times by. He joins that lead pack that Phil Elliott leads. Here they come into the tri-oval now. Elliott leading Dale Jr. second, Dale Earnhardt third. Then Ward Burton fourth and Ricky Rudd fifth, followed by John Andretti, Steve Park, and Tony Stewart. Those cars all single file. Now the double wide racing from ninth place, Dale Jarrett on back. Steve Grissom to the inside lane. He and Jerry Nadeau do it side by side. And you've got Johnny Benson trying to come back to the front. Joe Nemechek works to his outside. Bobby Hamilton and Dave Marcus also in that pack, double wide from 10th on back. Top five are single file to the back straightaway. Ricky Rudd again taking a peek to the low line, but nothing there. Six now is John Andretti. Steve Park rides in second. Tony Stewart to the bottom of the racetrack. He'll take the away from DJ. Further back, you've got Mike Skinner beginning to rumble again. He's now sitting in 15th spot. Look to the high side. Nothing there, but he does manage to pick up one spot. Nobody makes a move to make a pit stop yet. Bill Elliott's still the leader. Having some good runs here this afternoon. Some drivers. Johnny Benson has been able to stay up in the top 15. Johnny's been up, I think, as as high as eight there a moment ago in a couple of the drafts that came across the start-finish line. Jerry Nadeau, who has run well and qualified well, Jerry hangs in there in 10th place, so several of the cars not losing any ground as they work their way back into turns one and two. Bill Elliott and Dale Earnhardt Jr. ride first and second. 62 laps on the scoreboard. 188 will make up the distance here this afternoon. If you're wondering how many cars are on the lead lap in the Winston 500, just everybody that's still out there running, which is a total of 42. Kevin LePage, the only car that has gone behind the wall here this afternoon. Still that three-car inside lane pulling away just a bit. Scramble this time for fourth place. Earnhardt again working the outside lane. Still with Dave Marcus just behind. They're trying to get by Ward Burton and Joe Nemechek who worked the inside lane. If that motor is still running hot under the hood of the Caterpillar Pontiac, it's not losing any horsepower because he is able to stay neck and neck with Earnhardt and it's Nemechek and Marcus side by side right behind them. Dave Marcus tightens right in behind Dale Earnhardt now. Behind him is Scott Pruitt. Then you've got others trying to join the draft. Jerry Nadeau is there. Steve Park making his way to the front. That's the outside draft now. Beginning to form up. Throw Mike Bliss into that mix also. The whole lead pack all bunched together now. About 37 cars strong. But everybody running so far very well, very cleanly. We've had some bumps and bangs here and there, but it has not been... um, We've had some fenders and some donuts rubbed and that kind of thing, but it's been a fairly clean and fairly steady race so far as we're caution-free through 63 of 188 laps here in the Winston 500. Recapping the race for you, we've had 10 different drivers get out in front. Joe Nemechek started on the pole. Dale Jr. led lap one. Dave Marcus shot up from ninth starting spot to lead lap two. Then it was Tony Stewart from laps three to 12. Jeff Gordon came from the back in his backup car to lead at lap 13. He led for a couple of circuits. Then Dale Earnhardt went to the front. And between Earnhardt, Mike Skinner, and Gordon, they traded the lead between them over the next 20 laps or so. Then Bill Elliott moved to the top spot at lap 42. We began a round of green flag pit stops at lap number 48, where Mark Martin and Michael Waltrip exchanged the lead. Then it was Elliott back to the point, and he has held the lead from when he came back onto the racetrack at lap 52 to where we are now at lap 64. Only Kevin LePage is out of the race. Otherwise, all 42 are on the lead lap. Championship picture, Bobby Labonte at this point is running middle of the pack. He's in 27th position. Jeff Burton is back in 41st after getting a 15-second penalty for 
a crewman going over the wall too soon in his green flag stop. Dale Earnhardt is fifth, and Dale Jarrett, the fourth-place driver in points, is running in third position, and that's the way things stand here as we close in on 200 miles. Dale Earnhardt still scrambling up there in fifth place, trying to get a little closer to the front in front of Eli Gold. He has the outside covered while working to his inside is Dave Marcus and Nimicek. They're about two car lanes behind the front four. Dave Marcus had a good run here this afternoon. He's been able to stay up in the top ten for the better part of the day, and for the moment, he is determined to give Dale Earnhardt the push he might need, but so far, Joe Moore, the tight draft has not gained either one of them any ground. They're still back there from fifth and sixth and seventh position. Marcus riding along in seventh right now, doing all he can to stay up with Earnhardt to give him that little bit of a push. Scott Pruitt and Sterling Marlin also falling in line on the outside lane, trying to push Earnhardt ahead. But so far, it's not working as Nemechek is still down on the inside of Earnhardt, leading by, oh, a couple of inches as they hit three. Then it's Ricky Rudd down on the inside of Marcus as they all run fighter pilot close in three. Tony Stewart is to the inside of the uh, Scott Pruitt machine. Others also side-by-side right behind them. It's two-by-two. Nobody able to break away except for Elliott and Freddie, Dale, Jarrett, and Warford. Here comes the field back through the trioval now. Still in the same formation. Front four, single file, double wide from fifth all the way back through the end of the field. Nemechek and Earnhardt continuing there door-to-door for fifth position. Nemechek has that inside line now. You would think there would be some advantage, but Earnhardt still with the uh, extra drafting help behind from Dave Marcus and Scott Pruitt. They again pull even with Nemechek. Exiting turn two, hitting the back straight away. No one gains any advantage. At the exit of the corner, Marcus actually pulled a little bit wide on Earnhardt. Probably just to get a breath of air into the front end of the real three Chevrolet. He is back in lockstep behind Earnhardt as they race the outside lane. Then there's Pruitt behind him, followed by Sterling Marlin. Kenny Wallace is next, then Nadeau. Bobby Labonte all working the outside. Jeremy Mayfield on the rumble as well, all off the high side, but they're all trailing Bill Elliott. And when they cross the stripe, they will have completed 67 laps of the Winston 500. At the Talladega Super Speedway, live coverage of the 32nd Winston 500 on Motor Racing Network. Bill Elliott is the race leader. After 69 of 188 laps, four cars are single file at the head of the stack. They're double wide from there all the way back through about 37th. It's been a tight day here, but a clean race so far as we're caution-free through 200 miles. Here come the leaders to the stripe. It's Elliott, John Andretti, Dale Jarrett, and Ward Burton. Now, finally, Joe Nemechek has shaken Dale Earnhardt for fifth. He's got that spot. Now Ricky Rudd moves up to the sixth position. Following in line, single file. Earnhardt squeezed to the outside lane. Here's Earnhardt Jr. rumbling down to the inside, challenging his dad and beating him. Now his dad has to deal with Tony Stewart on the backstretch. Little Lee takes over the spot. Stewart now looking for more as he digs hard down on the inside lane. Right behind Tony Stewart is Steve Park, but Earnhardt's not done yet. He and Marcus are on the comeback trail in the outside lane. They work to the outside of Ricky Rudd right now. Earnhardt in the middle groove. Marcus was a little bit higher. Then he comes right back down. That two-by-two is forming up again. Meanwhile, Jeremy Mayfield just came by us here off turn four. The engine was not running on the mobile one machine. Mayfield goes to the garage, joining Kevin LePage there. The only two cars not on the lead lap at this point in this Winston 500. Front four cars are nose to tail. They've pulled out by maybe five car lengths over this ongoing fifth-place battle. And this has been going on for the better part of the last 25 minutes. Nemechek and Dale Earnhardt dead even once again. And trying to get into it on the outside. Here comes Kenny Schrader. He's got thoughts about making it three wide. He'll go to the outside lane on Dave Marcus, putting Marcus in the middle of the sandwich. And it's Skinner who comes along 
as the drafting helper for Kenny Schrader. They're both to the high side, getting other assistance from the rear flank. Rusty Wallace joining that equation also. So it's going to be three wide once more, trying to chase down the leaders. So the front four have kind of established themselves in the lead group, and everybody else is racing for fifth on back right now as they come to the stripe. Let's go downstairs. And it's been a tough weekend for Jeremy Mayfield in the garage. What happened, Jeremy? I'm not sure right now. We, uh, it's like we might have broke something somewhere, but... Uh, just uh, had a good car, you know. We we're just kind of sitting out there making laps, and uh, that's kind of our game plan. And uh, Rusty and I both, and pretty much go up anytime we wanted to. That's a good thing about it, you know. I just hated that uh, it's mobile one forward, and uh, you know, for World Series 2000, everybody involved. And uh, anyway, we'll be back next week. Special paint scheme for Jeremy this weekend with the World Series on it. They blew an engine before qualifying in practice, and it seems like they've blown an engine here in the race as well. And we have kind of really truthfully been surprised. We're at lap 74 of 188 that we have not seen maybe some more engine problems, at least from what we had heard in the garage area. Several uh, teams that we talked to said, you know, we're not really sure what the situation is going to be here this weekend. But so far, the only motor problem that we've had has been Jeremy Mayfield. Front four across the line. It'll be Bill Elliott. John Andretti, Dale Jarrett, and then Ward Burton. Fifth place right now, rides along all by himself. That's Joe Nemechek, Dale Earnhardt back there, rides in sixth place from seventh on back. They're two wide in turn two. Dave Marcus and Ricky Rudd battling for the seventh position. Stacked up behind them, Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Scott Pruitt doing a good job this afternoon. He's in the mix of heavy traffic now, headed to turn three. Pruitt flying the home state colors with the University of Alabama. It's not the tide ride, it's the crimson tide ride this afternoon. And he's running strong on the outside lane. He's following Dave Marcus's tired tracks now up the banking, bringing Jeff Gordon along with him. Remember, Gordon went from the back to the front, then to the middle of the field in the first 25 laps today. He's moving again, chasing Bill Elliott. Beginning to see some mixing up here for fourth spot. The front four have been established in their positions for quite some time. Now Dale Earnhardt with a little outside run. Couldn't get alongside Ward Burton. In fact, he may lose a couple of spots as they cycle back to turn one. Dave Marcus dives to the inside of Earnhardt. He's going to grab the fifth position. Earnhardt has the outside lane covered. Joe Nemechek wants to try to come back. He squeezes down to the inside lane. Once again, he and Earnhardt go at it. This time, though, for the sixth position. Dave Marcus had been Earnhardt's drafting partner for most of the afternoon. Afternoon, but now he has decided to go out and pedal his own lane. He takes over fifth. Nemechek down in the bottom six. Earnhardt and Earnhardt side by side. Ricky Rudd loses in that battle. He goes up to the high side of the banking. Drops three, maybe four positions. Could be even more. Schrader tries to bypass him. Meanwhile, you were talking before about engine problems. Sterling Marlin just came by us. His car sounds like an old army tank. And he's way off. Certainly has dropped the cylinder here at Talladega. 77 laps on the scoreboard for Bill Elliott, the leader, as he crosses the line. John Andretti, second, third. Dale Jarrett, Ward Burton, fourth. And Dave Marcus make up the top five. Ken Schrader goes rim riding through the trioval to pick up a few spots, moves into the ninth position behind Bobby Hamilton, who's eighth. Bill Elliott is still your leader at lap 78 of 188 in the Winston 500. From the Talladega Super Speedway, this is MRN Radio. This has been typical Talladega racing here this afternoon. Everybody was not real sure what to expect. And when we came on the air, Alan and I talked about no matter what they did to the sheet metal, no matter what they did to the engine size, whatever, it would be just this kind of racing. Namely, 20, 18, 30 cars, whatever, in the lead draft. It's been that way pretty much all day long. Right now, there are 34 cars in the lead draft with uh, Jeff Gordon having reassumed the lead just now from Bobby Hamilton. And... 
it really kind of all turned inside out when when Ken Schrader made that charge up on the outside and got double wide for the lead. That allowed the field to kind of bunch up behind him. They really started shuffling it up. Now that Gordon and Hamilton and those guys have established themselves in the lead, they're trying to put some distance away, though they have changed the lead once again up in turn four. It's Bobby Hamilton who shows the way, trying to work off the corner now. He's got Stewart, then Nadeau behind him. Single file among the front five as they work their way back down to the line this time. 93 laps about to go on the scoreboard. One lap away from the halfway point in the Winston 500. Let's catch our breath and take a swing Boy. down on pit road here real quick now. First, let's go down to Jim Phillips. I want to get up here and talk to uh, Frank Starter, the crew chief for uh, Jeff Burton. He's talking to one of his crew members right now because uh, this next stop, they've got a group of cars that they're running with, uh, and they want to stay with these cars, so they've got to pit when they do. So let's uh, find out from Frank uh, why he's not made any progress and when they're going to pit. Frank, we thought you'd make a little more progress in this, and you haven't moved up that much. Why? Well, it's just, uh, you know, high traveling there. Uh, we uh, we want to stay back a little bit and try to let things thin out a little bit, and then we got a penalty on pit road. Uh, just a bad bad deal there. Uh, 21 was coming down pit road. We The guys, the guys misjudged the 21. One guy stepped over the wall, one foot over the wall there. He didn't go anywhere. He waited. He waited. I mean, he couldn't really go back, but he didn't, he didn't make us an advantage at all. It was a disadvantage of anything, and we, we got called on it. So how about uh, this group of cars? You got to pit with those? We're going ha- to have to pit with them, but we're in trouble. Um, I, I don't see how we'll stay in the lead lap, but we might. All right. That's Frank Stoddard, crew chief for Jeff Burton. Uh, they're scrambling right now to try to stay on the lead lap. Lead change. Tony yeah. Stewart goes Unreal to the front. what happened at the front of the field just a minute ago. Right? Yeah. Well, let's go back just for a second. We'll recap that. First, the, the, the situation that Frank Stoddard was talking about. Remember that the Jeff Burton car now carries Sitco colors. Burton and Elliott Sadler's cars both carrying Sitco colors. They came down the pit lane, both in the same proximity of pit road. And apparently the crewman mistook Elliott Sadler's car for Burton's and stepped over the wall too soon. So that's what happened there. Now, here comes that lead pack again back into the tri-oval. And this time, Tony Stewart brings him across the line. We've had all kinds of changes up there. Jerry Nadeau has jumped up into second place. Jeff Gordon has dropped back to third right now. And Rusty Wallace, another player that we haven't talked about a whole lot, he's making some moves in front of Joe Moore. Wallace is in the mix. We've got uh, Matt Kenseth up there. Bobby Labonte rumbling. And Mike Bliss also jumping up close to the top five. Matt Kenseth trying to make some moves. Who spent most of the day anchored near the back of the pack. He is in the top ten now. Trying to make the move to the inside of Mike Skinner for the number eight spot. Also in that mix, Bobby Labonte. He's in the top, top dozen, our NASCAR Winston Cup Series point leader. Up the banking goes Tony Stewart. Down low goes Nadeau. Jerry Nadeau reassuming the lead here at Talladega, unless Earnhardt takes it away. Could be the 23rd lead change if Nadeau can hold it to the stripe. Jimmy Spencer's gone to the garage. As Nadeau comes through the trioval, he will lead at the start-finish line. Ward Burton stuffs the nose under Dale Earnhardt for second as they go double wide for that spot. 96 laps complete. It has been a wild one so far here at Talladega. We've got another round of green flag pit stops just around the corner. Dale Earnhardt has just taken the lead away from Jerry Nadeau. 24th lead change to the Winston 500. It's Earnhardt, Nadeau, Ward Burton, Dale Earnhardt Jr., and Jeff Gordon, the top five at lap 97. From the Talladega Super Speedway, this is MRN Radio. Today's broadcast of the Winston 500 is brought to you by Remington's 597, the ultra-reliable 22 caliber rifle. By Gatorade Thirst Quencher, you either have it in you or you don't. Gatorade is it in you. By Raybestos Brakes, the official brakes of NASCAR. And by the Wide Track Grand Prix by Pontiac. Wider is better. Early pit stops for some of the drivers. Let's go down to Jim Phillips. And Bill Elliott is one of those, Barney. Right side tie is going on his Ford. Further down the pit lane, 
Jeff Gordon is getting four tires. They're already on the left side. That work is done. Elliott's crew's on the left side. They're just now pumping the car up. Let's swing it down to Winston Kelly. Dale Jarrett, the first down and away. Four tires in fuel, no chassis adjustment. Ricky Rudd, a little bit slower stop. He came in right behind him, but he's out about eight, ten car lengths behind him. Johnny Benson went out between them. He got four tires and gas as well. He lost just a little bit of time as he's lost second gear. As here comes the cavalry down pit road. All the lead lap cars now coming down pit road. Among them include Jerry Nadeau. Here comes Kenny Wallace and several of them in front of Marty Snyder. Bobby Hamilton is in. Remember last time he took two tires. This time they will take four tires. They are going to take two tires or rather four tires on Tony Stewart's car. Four tires for Bobby Hamilton. Ward Burton was supposed to come down pit road this time. He did not, so he missed this group. This is the group hitting around Ward Burton. They were supposed to come down pit road with the situation for Ward Burton. The car has cooled down a little bit. It's running at 250 right now, but manageable. Jim Phillips. Great stop for Dale Earnhardt. He swings out in front of Rusty Wallace. Here comes Rich Bickle out. Then you've got Scott Pruitt. Mark Martin is out. John Andretti is out. Chad Little still on the jack. Winston Kelly. Four tires, no chassis adjustments for virtually everybody on the midsection of pit road, including Dale Earnhardt Jr., Steve Park, Kenny Schrader. We mentioned Jerry Nadeau on pit road, along with Joe Nemechek, Rick Mast, Mike Skinner. All these cars getting four tires and 76 racing fuel. And a few more cars making stops also again up in front of Marty Snyder. And Ward Burton is now in. He does have some drafting partners in Matt Kenseth, also Michael Waltrip. Four tires for the car, a little bit hot again. They're going to pull some tape off. Michael Waltrip with a very fast stop, 18.5 on the stop for Ward Burton. Stacy Compton, I think, has stayed on the racetrack, so he is being shown as a leader yet to make his pit stop, and after they cycle back around, it looks like Ward Burton may take over the lead. Ward now, Joe, just coming off pit road. It's going to be actually a drag race for the lead as Jeff Gordon and Dale Earnhardt come to the tri-oval side-by-side. Gordon's going to cut down in front of Earnhardt, and it looks like Gordon is going to win the race off of the pit lane once the stops cycle back around. Stacy Compton is still the leader, but it'll be Compton, then... Uh, then it should go back to Gordon, then Earnhardt, Jerry Nadeau, and Mike Skinner. That should be the top five. Let's pick up that race as they go down the backstretch now. Gordon heading that pack. And he's got some company on the inside in the person of Ward Burton, but Burton not up to speed yet. Gordon drives around the outside of him. Earnhardt right behind him. Second, Mike Skinner rides in third. As they work up the banking right now, everybody's still sorting themselves out. This pack of traffic beginning to close in on a group of four others who had been running about a half lap behind the race leaders. Here come the lead cars now off the corner as others peel off to make another stop. Coming in again is going to be Robert Presley. We talk about how good Dale Earnhardt is at reading the draft and kind of sensing the air and the results from it being kicked off cars going into the corner of the aero package. Somebody else, Alan, even though he hasn't been here nearly as long as Dale Earnhardt, that is just about as good, at least in my opinion, is Jeff Gordon. He is one of the better young drivers, particularly at the high-speed tracks. Yeah, he's got, I think, six wins at restrictor play tracks, and he has a good feel for the air. And and once he figured out how to make it work to his advantage, he's certainly able to uh, be the equal of anybody out there. Of course, Gordon... Ran from 36 starting spot up to the victory here at Talladega back in April. He started last today in a backup car after a somewhat difficult Saturday. It took him all of 22 laps, excuse me, all of 13 laps to go from last up to the lead. And now he is uh, right out in front of Earnhardt after the round of pit stops, the second round of pit stops 
has been completed in this race. Allen out here in turn four. Dave Marcus has slowed dramatically. He may not make it to the pit road. He is nearing the entrance of the pit lane. The car is not running. I don't believe he's going to have enough speed. He may be able to nurse it around on the starter, but I don't think so. Well, that's too bad for Dave Marcus because Marcus had been able to hang up there in the top ten all afternoon. Stacy Compton came on to pit road a moment ago and gave caution. up the lead, and now caution is on the speedway. It is a caution for Dave Marcus's car that Eli described stopped inside of turn four a minute ago. First yellow of the Winston 500 is going to come out 103 laps into the race. I want to just check for a second if Ted Musgrave and Jeff Burton were able to stay in front as far as before the caution flag came out. I think um, it would have been a break for them, but I'm trying to see where they are in relation to the leader. I think they were overtaken, so it's going to pin them a lap down, and indeed it will. Musgrave and Jeff Burton and Rick Mast and Ricky Craven are going to get pinned a lap down by the caution at lap 104 of 188, yellow for the first time in today's race. That's the NASCAR Garage brought to you by Napa, celebrating their 75th anniversary. Napa, where NASCAR fans get their parts. Under caution for the first time in the Winston 500 when Dave Marcus stalled in turn four from Talladega Super Speedway. This is MRN Radio. Back at Talladega Super Speedway in the Winston 500 under caution for the first time at lap 105 of 188 when Dave Marcus's car stalled in turn four. Now, just going back and reevaluating as uh, the, the cycle of green flag pit stops wasn't quite finished. Instead of what I said a minute ago, I'll backtrack on that, and the caution's going to be a huge break for Jeff Burton and Ted Musgrave and Rick Mast. They're actually going to be saved on the lead lap by the uh, yellow flag coming out before they made their pit stop. So that's a huge break there for the second-place man in points. Yeah, big, big break for him there. For a second, we kind of had to get our thoughts together to make sure he was not going to lose a lap, but uh, it's not been a really good day for Jeff Burton here. They've been at the tail end of the field for the most part, but they're still very much in the hunt here to have a good finish and even a win, maybe. A couple of pit stops under this caution flag. Some who stopped earlier under the green have come back in. Let's get a quick recap, starting with Jim Phillips. We had Bill Elliott back in. He was in on lap 99. Uh, Elliott Sadler was in earlier. He came back in on lap 105. Then you've got... uh, Ted Musgrave, who was in, that was, this was his regular stop, along with Jeff Burton. Uh, John Andretti was in, along with Chad Little. Over to uh, Winston Kelly. Uh, Rick Mast was back in. He got four tires and fuel. Darrell Waltrip was in. The hood was up on the Kmart Ford, running just a little bit warm, so they wanted to cool it down just a bit. We talked about his teammate's problem, Jimmy Spencer. He came down pit road, thought he had a right front tire going down. Then he went back out, and he was still feeling a vibration. Just talked to Travis Carter. He said they broke a right front shock mount, something we don't see an awful lot, but that was the problem for Jimmy Spencer. Now Ricky Craven's on pit road. He's getting tires in 76 fuel. Got a quick update from Marty Snyder. And Ward Burton came in, took on four tires. The car is still running a little bit hot. They did clean the grill. They wanted to make sure that it was clean, making sure he was getting clean air to the radiator. We're back with Dave Marcus in the garage. What a terrific run, Dave. What happened? I think we may have burned a piston, uh, and I really don't know why. I was running a tick warmer than they wanted it to, but uh, when you're sitting there in that draft, I mean, that's part of the deal. You you just, uh, I doubt that anybody's really running as cool as they really want to. Uh, I was seeing 230, 35 on water temperature um, staying in there. But when I would move to the inside, just one lap, it would drop right down to 220 degrees, and our goal was about 215, but uh, I just... Uh, I gave her my best. I mean, I tried, tried hard. Richard Childress brought in uh, Kevin Harvick's pit crew, and uh, they worked on the body. It was their engine, and uh, I just can't thank them enough. I uh, I don't have the money to pay them, but uh, they put a lot of effort into it. Our sponsor, uh, Mr. Bill Jordan and Team Realtree, and 
STG and the Wanger Knife folks and uh, watches and stuff. Uh, everybody that's on the car. You know, when you when you want to say, now you can't thank everybody, but everybody that's on there are my guys and all the RCR crew. Uh, I can't thank them enough. You led. You ran in the top ten for most of the day. Was it fun? Yeah, I uh, right there towards the end before it broke when we made that pit stop, I... Uh, I really think that the car was capable of going up front, and, uh, uh, you know, I was going to just try and hang around that top five or three or take the lead if it was available, and, uh, uh, you know, the last 30 laps, you're going to see a hell of a racer today because uh, anybody that works together in the middle line, if you get the right cars to go with you, there's a super hole up the middle, too, but you need the right cars. What a wonderful outing for Dave Marcus, but it ends early. Marcus will be out along with Kevin LePage, Jeremy Mayfield, Sterling Marlin, and Jimmy Spencer are also behind the wall. About a year from now, we will have just finished our first trip to Kansas City, Kansas, and the new Kansas Speedway that's being built out there, and Governor Bill Graves of Kansas is with us, and I saw some pictures the other day. I know you're probably keeping an eye on the construction as well. You must be pretty thrilled to see what's going up there. Alan, we're just, uh, we are thrilled. We're excited. By this time next year, we will we will have already run our uh, our inaugural Winston Cup race, and, and uh, Kansas City is, is really excited about being able to host uh, the greatest uh, racing in, in the world. For someone, when they first came to you and said, okay, look, we're going to build this speedway here in Kansas City, and we're this is what we're going to do, and we're going to bring it to you. Now that you've been exposed to it and you've seen what they're actually talking about, did you think they were a little crazy at first? Did it take some personal convincing to see what this is? Well, Alan, I've been myself a race fan for for a good portion of my life, and it had some sense of what it'd be like. It had followed some open wheel racing uh, as, a, okay. as a youngster, yeah. but uh, uh, I don't think people in Kansas City at this moment still appreciate exactly what they're going to see when the Winston Cup folks come to come to visit us. It's going to be a great addition for Greater Kansas City. It's a great sports town. We've got a lot of race fans who who make the trips to the Talladegas, to the Bristol's, to the Daytonas, but now they get to stay in their own backyard and watch some racing. And plus, we get to then host these great uh, Winston Cup fans. Uh, in our town in the Midwest. Yeah. It takes a lot of government support to put on an event like this, traffic control and flow and things like that. How apprised are you keeping yourself as the people at the racetrack interact with your various departments in the state of Kansas to get ready? Well, in fact, we've got some folks here this weekend from Kansas City who are who are doing some uh, getting some briefings on, on fire safety kinds of things. Uh, we've been real involved, quite frankly, and I want to mention, Alan, we think we're going to have the finest track in the country in terms of access to in and out of the track. We've, uh, we've spent some, some some tax dollars to upgrade our infrastructure and we've got a great road system that means people are going to be able to get in and out in a fairly timely manner. We think the fans will appreciate it. I think so too. I've seen the site. It's going to be fun. Governor, we look forward to seeing you there a year from now. Alan, thanks. Great to be with you. Thank you, Governor. Governor Bill Graves of Kansas here with us at Talladega today looking on with some of his folks as they get ready for the opening of that new track, which uh, what, it's the end of next September when we go there for the first time with the Winston Cup cars. Well, it's going to be great to, to go to some new tracks and understand that's going to be a, a great facility. Right now, let's kind of conclude this one here. 107 laps are on the board, 108 when they come down to get the green flag this time by to resume green flag racing in the Winston 500. Jeff Gordon will be the leader. Dale Earnhardt Sr. will be second. Mike Skinner third. Jerry Nadeau fourth. And Rusty Wallace fifth. As the green goes in the air, they come up through the gearbox and take off for turn number one. Gordon seemed a little bit slow getting going there. Almost looked like Dale Earnhardt was about ready to bump him a little bit as they all shuffle over to turn two. Well, they're racing real close. Earnhardt right up on the bumper of Jeff Gordon. Mike Skinner right up on Earnhardt's bumper as they come up to speed now, entering turn number two. They're working the outside lane now, getting drafting help from Jerry Nadeau, Rusty Wallace, Dale Earnhardt Jr., and Dale Jarrett also in the outside lane draft. For the moment, everybody content to remain single file on their first trip down the back straightaway. And he's going.
Rusty Wallace, then just a car length. Back to Dale Earnhardt Jr. Skinner rarely sits still for too long. Let's see whether he makes a move here. He cuts down to the low side of the racetrack, but everybody else does as well. Nothing yet there as they still wind up to speed. First guy out of line, Nadeau. Going to try and get a spot down to the inside of Skinner while Earnhardt goes for the lead on Gordon. Trioval, Earnhardt cuts low, pokes the nose out in front of Gordon. Here comes Nadeau up to his back bumper to try and draft with him. Nadeau falls in line just on the rear deck of Dale Earnhardt's car, helping to push him by Jeff Gordon. Here's Rusty Wallace now, feeling the gap down on the inside lane. He pulls up alongside Jeff Gordon, races there for third. He'll clear him, Earnhardt Jr. next in line, trying to get by Jeff Gordon. Gordon and Skinner all alone in that outside line. They're outnumbered. It's seven against two right now. Earnhardt to the lead, Nadeau second. Rusty Wallace, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Now DJ getting into the fray as he'll move to the low side. Bobby Hamilton going in sixth, then the side-by-side Jeff Gordon battle for seventh spot as he works with Mark Martin. You've got Skinner in the mix, and so too Bobby Levati. That's how they come off the corner off turn four. Absolutely amazing. Just a lap ago when they came across the line, there was five cars kind of riding nose to tail going away from the field. Now just about everybody is right back up there. There's about 25 cars knotted up in that lead draft, but Nothing else has changed. They're still trying to get around Dale Earnhardt as they go over to two. Rusty Wallace now takes over the second spot. Jerry Nadeau is going backwards faster than he was going forwards. He's back to 10th already. But it's Earnhardt, then Rusty Wallace, Dale Earnhardt Jr., Dale Jarrett, and Bobby Hamilton. Rusty drifts a little bit wide off the bottom of the racetrack in two. Gets a little bit of fresh air into the front end of the Miller Lite Ford. Now tucks it right back in the line. Front seven, eight, nine now. Single file into three. Tony Stewart, Mark Martin, that side-by-side battle continues as they climb the banking. Other machines try to sort themselves out in the middle of all those cars. Nobody, though, able to make the big move. It's still Earnhardt with Rusty Wallace behind him. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on MRN Radio, the voice of NASCAR 2000. It's the Winston 500 from Talladega, live on Motor Racing Network, just a couple of laps away from the 300-mile mark. It has been a thriller so far, 29 lead changes among 15 different drivers, only one caution flag when Dave Marcus's car stalled and stopped off of turn number four. Kevin LePage, Jeremy Mayfield, Sterling Marlin, Jimmy Spencer and Marcus are in the garage area, all with engine-related problems. Other than that, just about everybody else that's on the racetrack is on the lead lap. And in the lead pack, 35 cars still in the hunt for the win as we come to the 300-mile mark of today's race. Dale Earnhardt and Mike Skinner are side-by-side for the lead with Rusty Wallace, Dale Earnhardt Jr., and all of a sudden, Bobby Labonte up into the top five, 113 down, 75 to go. From the Talladega Super Speedway, this is MRN Radio. On the restart, it'll be Dale Earnhardt Sr., 6, Michael Waltrip, 7. Michael's had a good day here. Matt Kenseth is now up to 8. Jeff Burton, after kind of lingering at the back of the field for a great part of the race, is now back up to 9th. And Ted Musgrave will make up the top 10. A little deeper in, Steve Grissom's 11th, John Andretti 12th, Jeff Gordon 13th, Mark Martin 14th, and Bobby Labonte 15th. Tony Stewart is 16th, Dale Jarrett 17th, uh, Brett Bodine rather 18th. Kenny Wallace, 19th, and Terry Labonte, 20th. Ken Schrader's 21st, Bill Elliott, 22nd, Jerry Nadeau, 23rd, Ricky Rudd, 24th, and Joe Nemechek, 25th. Rich Bickle is 26th as the field gets the one-to-go signal. 27th is Elliott Sadler, Johnny Benson's 28th, Robert Presley, 29th, Stacy Compton's 30th, Chad Little, Rick Mast, Steve Park, Scott Pruitt, and Ward Burton all on the lead lap back to 35th position. One lap down, Darrell Waltrip, Dave Blaney, and Ricky Craven in 36th, 7th, and 8th. Dave Marcus, Jimmy Spencer, Sterling Marlin, Jeremy Mayfield, and Kevin LePage all in the garage area with engine-related problems. About three-quarters of a lap away from going back to green flag racing. Quick 
reminder that later on in today's broadcast, Alan and I will select the winner of the Raybestos Break of the Race Award. The driver who experiences the best break during today's race will see a $500 donation awarded to the Motor Racing Outreach Children's Ministries on his behalf. Raybestos Breaks are the official breaks of NASCAR. So we've got a couple of drivers at the head of the stack, Mike Bliss and Rusty Wallace, that got no tires on this stop. Then you've got Mike Skinner, Dale Earnhardt Jr., and Bobby Hamilton, uh, and maybe a couple of others that just got two tires as well. Uh, And then you get back to some of the guys who had been the lead cars, like Dale Earnhardt and uh, Jeff Gordon and so on, that have four fresh tires and are a little farther back in the pack. What this does set up, if we were to go green from here to the finish, is a final splash for fuel. Somewhere, I don't know, around 12 laps to go or so. We've got 70 to go now, so 50 from that, and then another five or six uh, before we'd see some people come in. So uh, around 15 to go or so, we'd see a final splash for fuel if we stay green from here to the finish. So it's going to be interesting. Uh, I I hope it does stay green from here to the finish. We've been very fortunate to have only a couple of caution flags here this afternoon when Dave Marcus stalled on the track a little bit earlier. Really a tough break for Dave. And then Ward Burton, who cut the tire down over there with some sheet metal that was caved in from having a collision on pit road there with one of his crew members. At least that's what we speculated, thought could possibly be one of the causes a moment ago. Long ways from being over here and still very hard to get a feel of who is really if there is a dominant car. Now, the fact that Earnhardt has led a great deal of this thing this afternoon uh, is you, you, obviously his car is strong. But who hasn't been strong if they've yeah. been able to get up in the top five? It's been wild. We've seen guys shuffled from the back to the front to the back again. It's just typical Talladega. And so it's really anybody's race here from these final 69 laps now to the finish. Here comes the field into the trial. Well, green flag is in the air. Mike Bliss is the leader. He's got the lap car of Dave Blaney to his inside. He's got Rusty Wallace, Mike Skinner, and Dale Earnhardt Jr. on his back bumper. And they head off into turn one, coming up through the gears. Rusty Wallace rides along in the second spot, peeks to the outside, tries to come up to speed, seeing if he can challenge Mike Bliss for the top position. For now, they stay in single file. Now, Rusty tries to cut down in front of the slower car. The lap machine of Dave Blaney nearly makes contact with him. He has to give him the brakes and allows Bliss to pull away by a car link for the back straightaway. And as those cars check up, an opportunity for Dale Earnhardt Jr. He will dive down to the inside of Mike Skinner, move underneath him on the back stretch to take over third. Now, Rusty drives to the bottom. He'll look for the lead as they hit three. He draws even with Mike Bliss, staying on the low side of the racetrack. Rusty will power by to the low side. And now Mike Bliss can't hang on to second either because Dale Earnhardt Jr. goes by him to the inside. Bliss will get shuffled out. Skinner grabs third. Hard charging going on at the front of the field just a moment ago. Mike Bliss lost the lead. Now it's Rusty Wallace bringing him down to the line. He's got his hands full this time with Earnhardt Jr., Matt Kenseth rides in the third position, back in fourth place right now. Good scramble to the high side. Mike Skinner was there for a moment. He's losing ground now as he goes to two. He's going backwards in a hurry. Has no one to draft with, and everybody's driving by Mike Skinner. Finally, he catches some drafting help in the form of Dale Earnhardt. Up front, the scramble is on for the lead as Earnhardt Jr. goes out. And he does it to the outside lane all by himself. Here's Matt Kenseth to the bottom on Rusty Wallace. Three wide for the lead as they hit turn number three. It's Earnhardt Jr. by a nose over Kenseth. So the Ray Bestest rookie of the year class starting to flex their muscles now. Kenseth inside of Dale Earnhardt Jr. You've got Rusty Wallace right behind. Bobby Labonte is in the mix. So too everybody else we've been talking about all day. It's a drag race. 
Here they come into the tri-oval. Big squeeze on there as Mark Martin pokes his nose up to the inside of Rusty Wallace and now sticks the nose onto the bumper of Matt Kenseth. Double wide for the lead. Back to turn one. Kenseth challenging Dale Earnhardt Jr. to the inside. Lane goes Kenseth. To the front goes Kenseth with drafting help from teammate Mark Martin and Bobby the Body. He also works the inside lane. Earnhardt Jr. falls back to second now to challenge Mark Martin there. Bobby Labonte, the Winston Cup point leader, tucked down on the inside line, third in that draft, but Earnhardt Jr. up high will not go away. All by himself, he is battling back for the lead in turn three. Here comes Mark Martin to see what he can do with this mix right here. It will be three wide for second spot. Then it's going to be two wide as Martin breaks through. Bobby Labonte stays down low. He'll break through. It's Kenseth, Martin, and Labonte. You just wonder how in the world they can run three wide, four wide here at Talladega. Speeds in excess of 190 miles an hour, inches apart, three wide, in the middle, outside lane, bottom lane, and not get together. They've done it all afternoon. They go back to turn two. Front three cars now break away somewhat. I say break away by a car length, maybe. Up front now, it's Matt Kenseth showing the way with Mark Martin riding second. Here's Bobby Labonte jumping to the inside, going for a challenge for the second spot. The Pontiacs trying to gang up and get a share of the lead. It's Bobby Labonte down low with drafting help from John Andretti and Tony Stewart. Labonte to the bottom will take the lead by a nose in three. So the point leader now sweeping to the front. It's been a long time to get there, but he's finally made it pay off. Bobby Labonte with Andretti's drafting help. Then Tony Stewart. It is, as Dave Moody says, the Pontiacs working their way to the front. But here comes the challenge from Kenseth and Kenny Wallace. Bobby Labonte, the 19th different leader of this race. 35th lead change in the Winston 500, and we've still got 65 laps to go in the race. Bobby Labonte leads John Andretti, Tony Stewart, Kenny Wallace, and Ken Schrader with 64 laps to go in the Winston 500. From the Talladega Super Speedway, this is MRN Radio. 62 laps to go in the Winston 500 as they cross the start-finish line this time. Got about a dozen cars in a single-file line at the head end of the field. As many as we've had in a single file line at the head of the field all day. Bobby Labonte, the championship leader, came to the point for the first time three laps ago. He brings him around to one. Got John Andretti tacked in there behind him, riding along in second. Tony Stewart is third. Fourth now, Kenny Wallace. And riding fifth is Jerry Nadeau. Stacked up single file further back until you get to the eighth place battle. Elliot Sadler pulling up to the outside lane. Sadler way to the outside, opens the door up the middle, and Dale Earnhardt Jr. will lead a big line of cars underneath it. Sadler getting freight trained to the back of the pack. As Little E leads the charge. He's got Schrader right behind him, then Terry Labonte, then Jeff Gordon, Steve Grissom, and Bobby Hamilton. They're all trying to follow Dale Earnhardt Jr. to the high side and chase down Bobby Labonte, the leader. And as Alan said a moment ago, we've seen the biggest single file lead at the head of the field back through about eighth position right now. That's the way they run nose to tail. But from eighth position on back, Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Mark Martin are going at it there door to door as they work their way back into turn number one. Really, the fast lane has been Joe Moore all day long at the bottom of the racetrack for the most part. Just about every time anybody really hangs on to the lead for any long period of time, it's been because they've hung the inside lane. Early this afternoon, it was Earnhardt. Now it's Bobby the Bonnie. You can't pry him off the bottom of the racetrack. First side-by-side battle in the back straightaway is now for the seventh spot as it's Johnny Benson digging a hole down on the inside of Dale Earnhardt Jr. Benson stays there right now. He's got drafting help from his rear flank, so it is two-by-two, but right now nobody's able to break free from that group and chase down Bobby Labonte or Andretti Stewart, Kenny Wallace, and Nadeau. 
Cycle it back into the trioval this time with Labonte protecting the bottom. The first one charging up to the outside is Dale Earnhardt Jr. as he continues working on Johnny Benson trying to get seventh. Good run around the top this time for Junior. He'll clear Benson into turn one now, for the moment. Now just in front of him, Jerry Nadu steps out in front of Dale Earnhardt Jr. This could help the cause for the outside lane. Nadu pulls to the outside of Kenny Wallace. This is the challenge for the fourth position. Earnhardt Jr., Ken Trainer all stacked up on the outside. They've got some good momentum in that high lane as Jerry Nadu leads that line. He pulls up on Wallace. He's got a nose up for fourth, and now he'll go after Tony Stewart. Climbing the banking, trying to get that drafting help again from Earnhardt Jr. Tony Stewart, he takes care of that low groove, and he says, if you're going to beat me, you're going to have to show me some power. Nadu keeps it wound up. He stays even with Stewart, who looks inside of Andretti at second. Well, I think Stewart's got a, a car very capable of winning here this afternoon. The times that he has worked his way from way back in the pack to the front of the field, he's led a couple of occasions. Calmed down a little bit from the early going, Allen. It looked like we were kind of watching some of the moves he made. He kind of took her breath there for a second or two. Yeah, he was. Um, he and Bill Elliott kind of had a little thing going with each other there for a while in the opening laps of this race, where Elliott was running behind Stewart and kept getting a run to the inside, and Stewart kept kind of trying to keep Elliott behind him and keep Elliott pushing him along instead of racing door to door with him. That has settled in line, uh, although Elliott has fallen back to 33rd position after the uh, second pit stop he had a little while ago. Look at the run for Dale Jr. on the outside of turn three. He's going to try and power by Jerry Nadeau. He's drawn even with him now. Nadeau protects the low side. He'll come charging back to the outside. Here comes Junior. He's going to power by, but Nadeau's not going to give up. Earnhardt Jr. himself has given us a thrill or two this afternoon. He's got a great race car, and he's beginning to catch onto the draft real well as he works his way down to the inside. Now here comes that choo-choo train around the outside, and I believe Kenny Schrader's going to pull it off. Can he get the lead as they go over the turn two? Kenny Schrader, the conductor in charge, swings it up to the high side of the banking, now goes after Bobby Labonte for the second position. It's Jerry Nadeau showing the way. Schrader leading Dale Earnhardt Jr. going after Bobby Labonte. And now a third lane forms to the outside, led by Terry Labonte. Texas Terry with a push from Mike Skinner and Dale Earnhardt on the outside. He'll bust his way to the number six spot. We've not talked much about Terry today, but he and Skinner and Dale Earnhardt and Ward Burton, Elliot Sadler and Ted Musgrave, they're all tied together. They're trying to use that third lane to their advantage. Everybody's powering to the front where Nadeau leads. Big, big pack. Call racing for the lead in the Winston 500 as it is Nader to the inside, Schrader to the outside for first and second. Bobby Labonte, Dale Earnhardt Jr., and Terry Labonte, three wide for third, fourth, and fifth, back to turn one. Bobby sneaks a nose out in front of that second place battle, third place battle, or fourth place battle. Pick the one you want. He's got the bottom lane now, trying to go after Jerry Nadu with company all around. Earnhardt Jr., Jeff Gordon, Ken Schrader. It is three wide from second on back. Nobody getting the advantage for the moment. Now the inside line, Nadu drops down to lead the pack there. Bobby Labonte right behind him. They are three wide all the way to turn number three. And here comes Schrader. He thinks he's got a spot here to try and pull off the pass with drafting help from Terry Labonte Schrader tries to draw even he's a groove and a half higher on the racetrack than is Nadu who's all the way down to the inside Dale Jr.'s in the middle Kenny Schrader would love to win here at Talladega. He'd like to win anywhere for that matter. Schrader, who has not had a top five finish yet all season long, about to grab the lead. I believe he might have led that lap as they crossed the start-finish line. And that outside lane this time begins to hustle real good to turn two. It did for a while, but now the inside lane kicks in yet again. Jerry Nadeau leads the pack down low as they're three wide up off the corner. Nadeau goes back to the point. He's got drafting help from Bobby Labonte. Anybody in the top 12 right now could be the leader by the end of the 
back straightaway. It's Kenny Schrader on the extreme outside with a push from Terry Labonte. Schrader by a nose. This time as they hit the banking. It had been a Dale Jr. Jeff Gordon draft in the middle, but now Mike Skinner comes powering through that entire pack of traffic. He'll make it three wide up front with Nadeau to his inside, Schrader to his outside. A three wide battle for the lead. Here they come charging into the trioval. Nadeau is down low. Skinner's in the middle. Schrader is up top. Three deep, about five rows back. Schrader gets the push from Terry Labonte. He leads. Terry squirts out to second. Here's Dale Earnhardt charging to third. Earnhardt looks to the outside for an opportunity to pull up high and challenge for the second position. Instead, he'll keep it tucked down low. Now, Skinner's not out of this thing yet. He rides along in fourth, looking down at the inside lane, getting some drafting help from Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Jeff Gordon. Kenny Schrader used that extreme outside line to take the lead, but once he had it, he dove to the bottom. It is Schrader, Terry Labonte, Dale Earnhardt, and now here comes Skinner to the outside for third. He's going to try and draw even for that position right now. Earnhardt looks, sees him. Skinner goes way high. He'll use all the banking. It could open the inside for Dale Jr. No, not this time. Jr. tucks right in behind Skinner and follows him to the front. They come down to the line to put 134 laps on the scoreboard to give us 54 more to go to settle the Winston 500. Ken Schrader leads. Troubles for a couple of drivers. Tony Stewart and Michael Waltrip are both on pit road. Let's go to Marty Snyder. And the problem for Tony Stewart is they think they left the lug nuts loose on the left rear tire. He had a bad vibration. They came down pit road, changed all four tires, sent him back out on the racetrack, and that is indeed the case. All the lug nuts were not tight on the left rear tire. Back at Talladega, new leader in the Winston 500. Terry Labonte goes to the point for the first time all day. He and Dale Earnhardt getting a run to the point. Earnhardt racing alongside Mike Skinner now for the second spot with Earnhardt Jr. in the mix. That's the front four cars now. Three wide from there on back. Jeff Gordon, Kenny Schrader, and Rich Bickle in the outside lane. It is Schrader down low, Gordon in the middle, and Bickle up high who's had a pretty good run this afternoon. He's had two turns in the top five in Joe Bessie's power team Chevrolet. He's got fourth on the outside of turn three. He'll settle in, Bickle will, behind Dale Jr. and just ahead of Mike Bliss as everybody works themselves through turns three and four. The front five staying on the low side of the track, then they stay single file, moving to the high side of the racetrack off the corner. It has been some day here at Talladega to kind of sit here and hold our breath just like the fans have. I can imagine what it's like to be inside the race cars out there running three wide, two wide, the kind of speeds they've been doing. They have dodged some big bullets here this afternoon. Right now, a little breakaway for the front five as they run single file to turn two. Terry Labonte still leading the pack. Dale Earnhardt. Dale Earnhardt Jr. stacked up next in line. Then comes the car of Rich Fickle and Mike Bliss back in the top five. That's single file from there on back double wide. It is double wide with Jeff Gordon on the outside of Mike Skinner. Gordon's got drafting help from Matt Kenseth. That will carry both of them around the outside of Skinner. Right behind Mike Skinner now, Kenny Schrader. They're going to deal with some race traffic, the leaders will, as Jimmy Spencer and the Rick Mast machines are on the low side of the racetrack. They're going a lap down right here, so nobody has a chance to get out of line. Single file this time. Let's mention that Tony Stewart and Michael Waltrip have both gone a lap down after their green flag pit stops of a minute ago. We'll get the follow-up report on Michael Waltrip right now. The problem with Michael Waltrip's car is that the left rear tire had equalized, which means the inner liner became the same pressure as the outside part of the tire, so that was a problem for Michael Waltrip. He, too, had a vibration, came down pit road, changed all four tires. Terry Labonte, the latest to lead here at Talladega in the Winston 500. Dale Earnhardt rides right behind him. Then Dale Earnhardt Jr. is in third. Rich Bickle having a great afternoon at Talladega. Rich is up in fourth. Jeff Gordon still very much a factor in this thing. He is up in the top five. They're back in three. 
They climb the banking now. Those from fifth on back. Those in the lead stay down low, as has been the storyline all afternoon long. You go two by two now, back in fourth spot. Rich Bickle is there. He looks, though, to his left. Here comes Skinner. He looks to his right. It's Jeff Gordon. So Bickle going to be put in the middle of the three-wide sandwich here as Mike Skinner gets some drafting help from Ken Schrader and dives to the bottom of the trioval to go by him. So put Skinner to fourth, Schrader to fifth. Jeff Gordon trying to contest that spot there up on the high side of one. That is a three-wide battle with Gordon on the high side of the banking. Bickle in the middle. Bobby Hamilton hooked up down low. They continue three-wide. Exiting turn number two. Gordon falls back a little bit. Bickle now gets the push from Mike Bliss in the middle lane. Three-wide and about seven rows deep back through the pack as the front five now runs single file. They begin to sort it out a little bit. Gordon, though, still up on the outside lane. Three-wide at the top of the racetrack. Meanwhile, it's Dale Jr. who says, come on, Dad, let's go. As Jr. gets right in behind his father. Those two will draft closer to the front. They're trying to draw even to the outside of Terry Labonte. The Earnharts are going for the lead. And as the laps wind down here at Talladega, all of a sudden in the last 15 or 20 circuits around this racetrack, the outside lane has worked real well. Dale Earnhardt has grabbed the lead back again. Dale Earnhardt Sr., that is, with a little help from his son. He's hanging in there right now, scrambling for second place. It's only three deep for that position as they go over to turn two. Now the challenge will lead possibly. Terry Labonte rides along in second, looking underneath Dale Earnhardt for a shot. For third, they are three wide. Heavy pack of traffic on the back straightaway. Earnhardt has the lead, but from from there on back, it is open warfare for second. Three wide, Labonte on the inside. Earnhardt Jr. in the middle. Jerry Nadeau on the outside, dead even as they hit the banking. Nadeau, Kenseth, Mark Martin, Ward Burton, Elliot Sadler, Ted Musgrave, Robert Presley in the mix. They're all together on the high side of that three-wide battle coming off the corner. It's anybody's race. Charging back into the trioval. 46 to go, and they hit the stripe this time. Nadeau pokes the nose out in front on the wide side of the trioval. He takes the lead. Kenseth trying to follow him up to the outside of Dale Earnhardt to turn one. Earnhardt's all by himself down at the bottom lane of the racetrack, but he is strong. Here's Junior now, squeezing in behind his dad. Actually, Earnhardt Jr. goes up the banking a bit, falls in behind Kenseth. It'll be Terry Labonte helping to push Dale Earnhardt as Jerry Nadeau shows the way. Well, it may or may not have been by design, but Dale Earnhardt Jr. slides up out of line and leaves his father to fend for himself. Matt Kenseth now with a rear bumper full of Junior. He'll take the lead up the middle. He will for the moment, but Mark Martin has other ideas. He's going to try and draw alongside from the high end of the banking. He's not going to be able to do it this time as Martin settles right in as part of that three-way battle for second behind the leader, Matt Kenson. Mark Martin has been very steady all afternoon, a long time before he got up in the mix as far as being right at the front of the field, but once he got up there, he's not about to be shaken out of that lead draft as they work their way back into turn number one. Kenseth sees a run being made on him as he goes over to turn number two. He's going to lose the lead. Mark Martin climbs the banking with drafting help from Ward Burton. Here they come now, off turn number two, and Mark Martin has the point at least for now. Burton tries to hang on to the second spot. Elliot Sadler in the top five now. He's up to third. And the middle lane once again belongs to Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Jeff Gordon as they begin to rock and roll up the inside. It's Jr. battling his father on the outside lane for the number four spot. And now it's going to be Matt Kenseth who says, all right, let's do it three wide on the low side of the racetrack. He'll peel inside of Jeff Gordon and Dale Jr., hooks in behind the others, and makes another three wide battle. All of this happening behind Mark Martin and Ward Burton. I tell you, it can be a little frustrating sometimes trying to tell everybody's story in a day here at Talladega. Here's Ward Burton back up to second. He was the guy that brought out the caution at lap 115 with the left front tire problem. 
dragging down the backstretch. He's all the way back to the runner-up spot, and he's racing for the lead. Got a battle for the second spot, though. He's got to deal with first. To the outside is Elliott Sadler. He's alongside Ward Burton. Further back, you've got Dale Earnhardt Jr. hooked up on the inside lane, pushing Ward Burton up to the front of the pack. Two abreast down the back straightaway. Ward Burton tucked in right on the back bumper of the leader, Mark Martin. Burton, who was fortunate not to get collected when that tire went down. He's not wrecked. He's second and looking for more. Now let's see what Elliott Sadler has. He has drafting help from Earnhardt and Jeff Gordon. He has the high side of the racetrack to his liking. Let's see whether he can power that line of traffic closer to the front. They're off turn four. Elliott's had a good run today. He's had to come from the back several times. And when I say from the back, I mean somewhere between 25th and 30th, but he's been able to get back up in the top five or six. For the moment, he rides along there beside Matt Kenseth doesn't have anywhere to go as they get three wide at that position going back over to turn two. Up front, Mark Martin almost saw a challenge coming at him. Ward Burton looked down low, thought about making the move. There's a slower car occupying the inside lane. They flash by Darrell Wolfen, single file. GW takes it to the very bottom of the racetrack to give that lead draft all 30 or 35 cars of it room to race. It is Martin, Burton, and Earnhardt Jr. Then two car lengths back to Elliott Sadler. He's running in the fourth spot. Kenseth is fifth. Earnhardt runs in sixth now. Seventh belongs to Ricky Rudd as he goes eighth place alongside Gordon. Ninth is Jerry Nadeau. Everybody battling for tenth on back. Here comes the lead. It's Martin off the turn. Coming up on 400 miles in the Winston 500 at Talladega. 145 laps complete. 43 to go. 41 laps to go in the Winston 500. Mark Martin leads. Dale Earnhardt Jr., Matt Kenseth, Elliott Sadler, and Jeff Gordon. It has been a great day so far. We've got an exciting finish coming up. From the Talladega Super Speedway, this is MRN Radio. Back at Talladega Super Speedway, it is hot at the front of the pack. They're side-by-side for the lead. Mark Martin is shuffled out of the number one spot. Here come Jeff Gordon and Dale Earnhardt Jr. into the tri-oval, double wide for the top spot. Johnny Benson and Dale Earnhardt are side-by-side behind them. They're double-wide back through about 25th spot. Gordon drives into turn number one with the edge, but here comes the outside lane kicking in with Dale Earnhardt Jr. showing the way. He's got a fender out in front, drafting help from his dad and Ricky Rudd. Gordon comes back to life in the inside lane. Johnny Benson pushes him down the back straightaway. Nose to nose, inches apart at over 190 miles an hour for the lead. It's Gordon on the inside. Earnhardt Jr. on the outside. Johnny Benson wanted a three-wide move to the inside, but Gordon shut him down. And right up the middle, hey, the middle's working now for Jerry Nadeau. He's come charging through the middle, picks up three, four positions. He's up to fifth. So all of a sudden, all three lanes showing some power, but it's a drag race for the lead. 150 laps will be on the board when they cross the line this time with Jeff Gordon showing the way at the bottom of the racetrack. He crosses, heads back off into turn number one. He's out front all by himself from second place on back, very much in jeopardy. Actually, the lead's in jeopardy right now. That outside lane again with Dale Earnhardt Jr. as he tries to get around for the lead off turn two. Here comes Dale Jr. again, pouring on the steam in the outside lane, trying to draw even with Jeff Gordon. Johnny Benson took a peek down on the inside of Jeff Gordon. Once again, looks for a chance on the backstretch. Jr. off turn two, that time let it drift it way wide out to the outside wall to keep the momentum up, but it didn't work at least this time. It is Gordon and Earnhardt still wheel to wheel. Now again, it's Nadeau back in the second row, three wide. He goes way high. It could not be the right move this time. He's going to lose some spots. Gordon leads the battle for second behind him. Inside, it's going to be Benson. And coming to the outside, Dale Earnhardt Jr. How about three deep for Jerry Nadeau as they rim ride the tri-oval? 
Nadeau going to have to hold his spot just for the moment as he's hung alongside Dale Earnhardt back for about sixth as they go three wide to turn one. Johnny Vincent has the second spot momentarily, maybe not for long. Here's Dale Earnhardt Jr. again working the high side as Jeff Gordon shows the way. Vincent wants to go to the low side and challenge for the lead. Gordon blocks off that lane each time they exit turn two. Johnny Benson for the moment content to draft behind Gordon down the back straightaway and try and win that three wide battle for second. It is Benson, Earnhardt Jr. and they do three abreast. They do likes the high side. Earnhardt Jr. running well in the middle. Benson says the short side's got to be the quick way around. Who makes the right call here? Off the corner. Gordon is the leader. For that three-way battle still, no one has the edge over the next man. Absolutely unreal racing here at Talladega this afternoon. It's been that way since they put him under green earlier here. It's been 20 to 35 cars in the lead draft all day long. Two wide, three wide for the moment. Just about all the cars that are up in the lead draft are three wide. They go back to turn two. Here's Jerry Nadeau climbing the banking now, trying to get up alongside Dale Earnhardt Jr. This would be the challenge for second. It will be a three-wide challenge again. Johnny Benson's got the inside lane covered. Mark Martin buried behind him in traffic. Benson gets a little bit loose coming off, too. That'll cost him a couple. Three, four, five car lengths now. It is Gordon Earnhardt Jr. And here comes Dale Earnhardt diving to the bottom for second. He tries to make the move down low. He's going to power in and around his son. Dale Earnhardt trying to make the move and grab second behind Jeff Gordon, the race leader. It is Gordon, then Earnhardt, then Earnhardt Jr., then the outside groove kicks in, led by Nadeau. We've just crossed the 400-mile mark of the Winston 500. Any one of 30 cars could still win this race. Jeff Gordon leads. Dale Earnhardt is now second. Dale Jr. is third. Here's Jerry Nadeau to the outside. Nadeau again works the high side of the banking, racing alongside the car of Rich Bickle, who hugs the inside lane. Here they come up off the corner with Jeff Gordon showing the way. Here's Earnhardt peeking down low. Gordon takes him all the way down to the bottom of the track. Jeff Gordon will not give him room this time. Dale Earnhardt Jr. looking a little bit low on his father. Can't find room to race. Then it's three wide for fourth. Bobby Labonte rockets up the inside with drafting help from Tony Stewart. He'll make that inside move pay off. Joe Nimichek trying to follow through in the middle groove. May not be able to bust free this time. The leader is Gordon. His car's strong. It drafts well. It handles well. Earnhardt's going to try and chase him down. Well, they settle down just a little bit at the front of the field. At least there is a four-car draft coming out of the corner, out of the trial, well, I should say, down to the start-finish line. Single file this time as they go back to turn number one, still chasing Jeff Gordon. If you're wondering why we're not talking about Bill Elliott and Dale Jarrett, they have fallen back in the field. Dale Jarrett is back to 30th. Bill Elliott is 31st. Let's see if we can get an update on their problems down on pit road. Let's talk to Mike Ford, one of Bill Elliott's crew chiefs, and let's just ask that question. What's happened to Bill Elliott? He was a factor in this race early and one of the strongest cars, and now he's fallen back. Well, you're getting ready to see him be a factor here in a minute. Uh, he's just sitting back there buying his time. Don't want to get caught up in all that traffic and save, save his race car for the end. I think he'll start moving up towards the front here in a minute. One more stop, right? One more stop. That's Mike Ford, crew chief for Bill Elliott. Don't count him out yet. Over to Winston Kelly. Find the same thing down here. The best word to describe Dale Jarrett's situation is ditto. Todd Parrott just talked to DJ and said that Bill Elliott has the same scenario that they do, the same thought process, kind of sit back there and get ready to go toward that last pit stop. Lead change. 
at the head of the pack as Dale Earnhardt Jr. has moved his way underneath Jeff Gordon. And those two drivers, talking about Elliott and Jarrett, just kind of hanging back there. But uh, the laps are starting to run out. They're going to have to get the whip out shortly. Yeah, very shortly with only when they come back around this time. There will just be 32 laps remaining in the Winston 500. And there is another round of pit stops. It's Jeff Gordon leading Dale Earnhardt Jr., Bobby Labonte, Jerry Nadeau, and Dale Earnhardt, your top five. 31 laps to go. Dale Earnhardt Jr. leads Bobby Labonte, Jeff Gordon, Jerry Nadeau, and Dale Earnhardt as we get down to the finish of the Winston 500 from the Talladega Super Speedway. This is MRN Radio. Today's broadcast of the Winston 500 is brought to you by Wix Filters. The filters officially licensed by NASCAR. Wix for NASCAR and your car. By Ford, the official truck of NASCAR, built Ford Tough. By Budweiser, guaranteed fresh with an exclusive born-on-date the day your bud was made. And by Goody's Headache Powders, the official pain reliever of NASCAR. Getting down to the finish in the Winston 500 as they cross the line this time. Just 29 laps to go. And now, all of a sudden, it settles down probably as calm as we've seen it all afternoon here with five cars in a single car draft from sixth place on back. They're still racing door to door. That's where Steve Park and Ricky Rudd go at it over in turn two. Ricky Rudd makes the move down to the inside, squeezing by Steve Park. you got Jeff Gordon in that mix as well. He's following the tire tracks of Ricky Rudd down to the low side of the track. Also in the mix is Mark Martin. He's fallen back that far. Terry Labonte and Bobby Hamilton there as well. At the front of the pack, the closest thing to a breakout as we've seen all day is the top five lead by about 15 or 20 car lengths over that wheel-to-wheel battle for six. It's Ricky Rudd on the inside of Steve Park. As they work through the corner right now, the front machine settling down. That Ricky Rudd battle that we talked about with Steve Park leads that two-by-two parade from sixth on back. You've got Rudd, Gordon, Park, Martin, and Nimitzan. As we went to the commercial break a minute ago, Johnny Benson ducked onto pit road for an unscheduled stop under the green flag. It has dropped him a lap down and out of contention. Let's get an update. After running up toward the front of the pack, he thought he had a tire going down. The crew's still looking over. All these tires have not found a problem, but James Ince said, let's bring it in. We can't afford to wreck the car. Everybody's going to pit in another eight or ten laps as well, so he hopes to cycle back around and be in contention for the win. Tough break for John because he had a good run going here and certainly could have ended up finishing in the top five and maybe even win this thing. We are now 28 laps to go, 27 when they come back. Five-car breakaway. Dale Earnhardt Jr., Bobby Labonte, Jerry Nadeau, Dale Earnhardt, and Ricky Rudd are the top five. Then back for sixth place as they've been running side-by-side. Steve Park, Jeff Gordon, Joe Nemechek, Mark Martin, Terry Labonte make up the top ten. And the front four or five, Alan, I think right now, maybe the spotters and maybe their crew chiefs are saying, hey, let's get as much space on everybody else as we can when this final pit stop comes up. Well, so much for that as Dale Earnhardt, the fifth-place driver, or the fourth-place driver, I should say, pops out of line, and he goes to the outside, bringing that second group back up with him now as the field closes up. Jeff Burton is on the pit lane under the green flag with 27 laps to go. We'll check there and see if this is a scheduled stop or not. Jim Phillips? Well, it is uh, a little bit early, I think, to try to you know, short pit, maybe get to a little bit of track advantage here or get up there. Two tire stops, 7.6 seconds. So that was routine for Jeff Burton. So his final fuel stop is in the books, and he continues back out onto the racetrack. That five-car breakaway did not last long at the head of the field, and that's one of the things about this new aerodynamic package the cars are running here. You keep the draft even if you fall back a little bit, and the whole second group is charging down to the front three or four. In fact, it's going to cost Dale Earnhardt. He's caught to the outside. Here come Ricky Rudd and Jeff Gordon diving to his inside to get fourth and fifth. Earnhardt falls to fourth, now falls to fifth as Jeff Gordon flashes by down on the inside. Steve Park falls in behind Dale 
Taylor and Hart trying to make that draft work in the outside lane. Maybe not soon enough. Here comes Mark Martin on the charge down low trying to get by Taylor and Hart. Can't quite make it work this time as they race down the back straightaway. The front four in line along with the last car of Tony Stewart. Then it's Earnhardt on the outside, Gordon on the inside. Got to be terribly frustrating for Tony Stewart running as well as is all the as are all the other cars around him. But having lost the lap a short while ago, there's nothing he can do. Just ride around knowing he's 2.6 miles behind everybody else. Earnhardt Jr. leader. The one thing that should be sticking in everybody's mind all day long is that inside lane has been the quick way around the racetrack. We've seen some passes occur around the outside and even get into the lead. But for the most part, if you're down to the bottom of the racetrack and got a little drafting help, it's awfully hard to get around and stay up there. They go back to turn two. Got to make the pass on the outside, but once you get the position you want, you want to nail it down low, keep it there. That's what Dale Hart Jr. and Bobby Labonte are doing now on the outside line, trying to make it work in that high groove. Dale Earnhardt, Steve Park, and also Joe Nemechek, but it's not working. Mark Martin now gets shuffled to the outside by Rusty Wallace. And Earnhardt goes to the high side, way to the high side outside of Mark Martin. Steve Park is waiting and watching to see whether he should go with the boss man. He does. He'll tuck in behind Dale Earnhardt, and they'll try and make that groove pay off. 24 laps to go as they come to the stripe this time by 44 lead changes among 21 drivers during the course of today's race only two caution flags we were past halfway when dave marcus's car stopped inside of turn four with an engine problem that was the first yellow then just 10 laps later ward burton had a left front cut down to the back straightaway that brought out the second caution for debris other than that it has been a green flag day throughout the race it has been a thrilling event lead changes constantly back and forth all day long and the dominant drivers if you could pick them Dale Earnhardt and Jeff Gordon kind of rocketed up toward the front in the first 100 miles. Then Bill Elliott went out in front for a while. Then from that point on, I don't know that we could say we've had a dominant driver. It's been a real mix and match up front. Uh, just somebody will get out front for seven or eight laps, then somebody else, then somebody else. Yeah, there's been at least 10 or 15 cars that certainly are capable of taking the lead. But the, car, the cars that you talked about just a moment ago... Jeff Gordon and Dale Earnhardt certainly have been able to stay up there a little bit more than everybody else. But who knows? Maybe the the plan was to just make sure you're up in that top five or six as the laps wind down. Remember, there is another round of pit stops that can change the whole complexion of this race, particularly if it comes under green. Things going downhill quickly for Ken Schrader as he has fallen off the end of the lead pack and looks like and sounds like he's down on some power. Schrader to the inside lane on the back straightaway. Tough luck there for Kenny. He led earlier in the event. But it looks like his chance for a good finish is going sour here in the final 23 laps. On the lead lap, we have 29 cars, still including Ken Schrader. And they're all together in a great big bunch on the racetrack. So when everybody comes charging to pit road, maybe another seven or eight laps from now, these final set of uh, splash and dashes, if you will, are going to be something spectacular. Stay with us. Don't go away. We're getting down to the finish of the Winston 500. Back at the Talladega Super Speedway, under caution. Started to see some moves to pit road under the green flag, and it went awry from there, Eli. It was. Everybody started darting to the inside, some to the outside. Looked as though Mark Martin and Bobby Hamilton had the same idea at the same time. They got together. Bobby Hamilton spun to the inside wall, gave it a pretty good impact, but he has since climbed from the car under his own power. Mark Martin was able to drive away, but those are the only two cars who were involved. Luckily, nobody else was. Now, Jeff Gordon was coming down pit road at the time he went ahead and made his stop. He has already 
made the stop and gone back onto the racetrack. So which is be huge. In great shape, yeah. Which is huge because if everybody comes in for a splash of fuel here, Gordon's going to take over the race lead. Now, looking at the replay, it just simply looked like Mark Martin slowed down for pit road a little bit faster than Bobby Hamilton did, and Bobby had to kind of yank the wheel to the left to keep from running over Mark, and that's when he lost control of the car. So uh, the yellow flag coming out, setting up a splash of uh, a set of runs to pit road for a splash of fuel and maybe some tires, but the biggest thing is for Jeff Gordon, he was on pit road already when the caution came out. He's gotten his fuel. He's back on the track. He'll be able to stay out when everybody else comes in. That's probably going to give him the race lead. That's big. It is that, but it's going to put everybody else right up behind him again when they when they come in and make their stops and go back out. Yeah, but still, true. he's. Uh, I'd like to have his position. Now, what do you do if you are uh, Tony Urie or Jimmy Maycar or Tony Furr, the crew chiefs of the top three cars? Do you take tires? Do you take two tires? Do you take four? I doubt we'd see anybody take four, but I would not be surprised to see some people take two. We're about to find out here very shortly. We're winding down at Talladega. 19 laps to go. There'll be 18 when the teams come on the pit road. I assume they'll open pit road this time by. Let's go back up to Eli and see what's happening up in that situation there at the end of pit road. Cleanup is pretty much done. There's one ambulance sitting out here, though Bobby Hamilton did get out of the car by himself, and he is sitting on the pit wall. There's going to be a good bit of speedy dry at the very entrance to the pit lane, though it will not be in the racing groove. That's up against the wall after Bobby hit the wall and the uh, radiator drained there so the track should be clear to go as soon as the final six cleanup crew members hop aboard their truck and pull away and indeed pit road will be open as they come to the opening of the pit lane this time and it's a good thing remember these cars were getting to the end of a tank of fuel so they couldn't keep pit road closed for too long or they'll start running people out on the racetrack well this is going to be big the stops are going to come with 18 laps to go in the Winston 500, Dale Earnhardt Jr., Bobby Labonte, Jerry Nadeau, Ricky Rudden, Terry Labonte, Rusty Wallace, Ward Burton, Elliot Sadler, Steve Park, and Rich Bickle are the order as they come to pit road. We go to pit lane, brought to you by the McDonald's drive through for stops. Let's go first to Marty Snyder. And Bobby Labonte comes in running second. If they had to come in under green, they were not going to take tires. They will, however, take two tires on this stop. His brother Terry is in also. They will take two tires. Bobby's car is dropped on the jack. 10.2 on the stop. Let's go to Winston Kelly. Fuel only for Ricky Rudd. He gets out, dodges around the John Andretti car. Two tires for Dale Earnhardt Jr. Two tires for Steve Park. Two tires for the Dale Jarrett car. Now up to Jim Phillips. And Rusty Wallace gets two along with uh, Rich Bickle. Elliott Sadler, Dale Earnhardt gets two tires. Ted Musgrave is getting two tires. They're going to change four. Mark Martin is on the pit lane. They're working on the left rear of his car while he gets four tires. So it was uh, all the cars down here that came in except for Musgrave got four tires. Now Elliott is in getting his two and he's back on the racetrack right now. And the race off pit road Ricky Rudd will come back onto the racetrack first but Jeff Gordon will be the leader but Ricky beat everybody else out of the pits then coming out right behind him was Dale Earnhardt Jr., Mike Skinner, Bobby Labonte, Rusty Wallace, Terry Labonte and Steve Park. We're sitting here talking about Jeff Gordon when he made that stop after the collision up there between Mark Martin and Bobby Hamilton a moment ago whether he might have gotten tires or just got fuel only. We'll follow up on uh, that in a minute. Barney, he yes. only got fuel. No, got fuel no only. tires. Okay. Okay, so what that's going to do is it's going to set the top two in the order on just fuel. Jeff Gordon and uh, also Ricky Rudd getting just fuel on their pit stops. Then everybody else, it looked like, on the lead lap got two tires. And it will be behind Gordon and Rudd, Dale Earnhardt Jr., Mike Skinner, Bobby Labonte, Rusty Wallace... Then Terry Labonte, Steve Park, Dale Jarrett, 
and Elliott Sadler. Those will be the next cars in line as we get set to go back racing here in just a moment. Let's, uh, while we have a minute under the caution flag, say hello to John Graham, the president of Daytona International Speedway, watching with great interest. We talked at the top of our broadcast that a lot of the aerodynamic issues with the rules package being used here were actually kind of more oriented toward Daytona than they were toward here at Talladega. And uh, based on what we've seen today, I kind of am ready for the Daytona 500 already. Hang on here, John. Let's uh, kick that switch on, and then we can talk to you. There you go. I would certainly agree with you, Alan. I think we have had 50 lead changes here today, and uh, that promises a very, very exciting Daytona 500. And along with these restrictor plate adjustments, we have the return of Dodge uh, to NASCAR Winston Cup Racing. They will be there, of course, making their debut at Daytona in February. And uh, we get asked a lot of times, well, how do I get a ticket to the Daytona 500? Thanks to our fans, we had record crowds at every Speed Weeks event last February. And as a result of that, we've added seats. We're under construction right now for additional seats for February. And we do still have some tickets to all Speed Weeks events, including the Daytona 500. And fans can call 904-253-RACE. We are open seven days a week, including right now from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., That's 904-253-7223 to get a ticket to the Daytona 500 and other great Speed Weeks events next February. And we also have a historic weekend coming up this season in Homestead, Miami. Uh, On November 11th, Saturday, that will be the last Bush Grand National race for Jeff Gordon. Will also be the last Bush Grand National race for the winningest driver in the history of that series, Mark Martin. Both will be running their last Bush Grand National event November 11th. And then the next day, November 12th, could well be when the NASCAR Winston Cup Series Championship is decided this year in Homestead, Miami on November 12th with the Pennzoil 400. And fans can call area 305-230-RACE, 305-230-7223, in order to buy a ticket for that great historic weekend in Homestead, Miami. And Miami is a great place to be uh, November 12th, that time of year as well. All right, John, we appreciate the information. Look forward to it at Homestead uh, in November and down at Daytona in Speed Weeks. We'll see you then. See you there. Always nice to be with you and Barney. All right, John, thanks. John Graham, president of Daytona International Speedway. Field going to get the signal in one more lap. We're going to go back racing. Let's check downstairs. We had gotten and we were walking along with Bobby Hamilton, who has now gone to change, and hopefully we'll have a word with him in just a moment. Really a tough break for Bobby Hamilton. Bobby had uh, one of his best runs going of the season here, had a good shot to win this thing, and then he and Mark Martin get together up there on the final pit stop that was coming up several laps ago, and now they are both probably, well, no probably to it, knocked out of a chance maybe for a top-five finish or a win here at Talladega. Mark was one of the drivers that was eligible for the Noble Five, the million dollars. Right now, I'll tell you a couple of guys that are looking pretty good in that is certainly Jeff Gordon as he leads this thing with what? We're going to have about 15 laps to go when they go back to green. And Dale Earnhardt's still in it, but although Earnhardt's going to restart about 15th, and Steve (laughs) Park, who has a shot at it, will restart 8th, so Lord knows what will happen in those final laps. It's going to be wild. Uh, Based on what we've seen with 15 laps to go in this race, the guy that's running 25th could win the race. Uh, It's just been that kind of a day. We're going to have that big charge here when we get back at it. And of course uh, with just these final few laps remaining there's uh, the conservative mode is gone. It's time to go out and get the victory. So um, we'll hope that it's a good clean race to the finish but it's going to get pretty hairy here I think when they drop the green flag. So Jeff Gordon with kind of a good break 
uh, coming onto pit road when the crash happened with the drivers getting to the pits behind him. Gets his fuel, comes back out onto the racetrack and takes over the lead. Ricky Rudd with fuel only will come out second. Then you'll have everybody else about with two fresh tires. Dale Earnhardt Jr., Mike Skinner, Bobby Labonte, Rusty Wallace, Terry Labonte, Steve Park, Dale Jarrett, and Elliot Sadler, the top ten. Lead lap cars, there are 27 of them. And they'll all be fighting for those upfront spots here in these final 15 laps as we sprint down to the finish of this one. 45 lead changes among 21 drivers today. It's been a thriller. Fortunately, it's been a very clean race. The accident between Hamilton and Martin coming to pit road, the only accident we've had throughout the course of the day. We'll hope it stays that way from now to the checkered flag as we get down to settling this Winston 500. And it's going to be interesting to see if the guys that put on a couple of tires will make that much difference. You don't hear a lot of, of uh, talk at Talladega, particularly uh, how much difference a set of tires make or two tires make on a final stop, but we're about to find out. Jeff Gordon in a great position right now. You can't restart any better than being in the lead with 15 laps to go. Ricky Rudd, who would love to get a win this year. He's been so close so many times. Earnhardt Jr., who had a great first half of the season, as you talked about when we came on the air. Not done that well in the second half. Mike Skinner looking for a first win. Restarts fourth in Bobby Labonte. Here we go. Down to the line. Green flag is in the air as they race off to turn number one. Good, clean start as they go down there. A lot of lap cars down inside the leaders as they go to turn one and head over to two. Got Michael Walter down on the inside. Also, Rick Masters there along with Tony Stewart. Leaders forced to take the high side of the banking to try to clear themselves of this traffic. Here comes Jeff Gordon, Ricky Rudd, Dale Earnhardt Jr., Mike Skinner, and Bobby Labonte. No one stepping out of line as they hit the back straightaway. Field still trying to wind up to full song. Nobody able to make a move at this point. It is Gordon and Ricky Rudd, Dale Earnhardt Jr., Mike Skinner picking to the inside, but Earnhardt will shut him down, and they stay single file. First guys out of line, Dale Jarrett and Elliott Sadler. They're about seven or eight cars back, maybe nine or ten cars back now. They look to the outside. They continue to try and climb the banking. Everybody's still coming up to speed on the restart. Sweeping back into the trioval now, getting across the start finish line. 174 is on the board, 14 laps to go. Looking back, here's Dale Earnhardt Jr. shooting out from behind Ricky Rudd with a bid for second to turn one. And a bid for the lead as Earnhardt Jr. goes after Jeff Gordon, climbing up the banking halfway between turns one and two. Earnhardt Jr. is there. He's got drafting help from Skinner. Gordon's doing it by himself. Further back, Ricky Rudd has to hold off a charge. They work to the inside off the backstretch. Tony Stewart, the lap car fights his way to the bottom on Ricky Rudd. Rudd is forced into that middle lane trying to make the most of it. They are three wide and banging on each other headed for three. Rusty Wallace gives a little room there. Skinner gives a little bit. Terry Labonte is going to go rim riding all the way out near the wall. He's going to bring those Kellogg colors closer to the front off turn number four. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is the leader. Earnhardt Jr. brings him back into the trial. Well, there'll be 13 laps to go this time. Can he stay out front? Getting there is one thing. Staying there is another. Bobby Labonte literally has a bumper against Earnhardt Jr. And he has moved up into the number two position as he pushes him over toward turn two. Bobby wants that inside lane, but that's exactly what Dale Earnhardt Jr. wants. They're both nailed down on the bottom side of the racetrack, so they remain single file. Elliott Sandler now is third for fourth at side-by-side. Rusty Wallace and Dale Jarrett going at it. It's Jarrett on the inside. Wallace on on the outside. Nobody getting the advantage now. DJ with a little bit of drafting help from Mike Skinner and Ricky Rudd will take the spot at the end of the back stretch. It's Dale Earnhardt Jr. though still showing the way. Further back, middle of the field. You've got Labonte. You've got Earnhardt. You've got others all climbing the banking. Jeff Burton is there trying to find any little bit of running room. Off turn four. Still Earnhardt Jr. in front. 
12 laps to go when they come to the stripe. We're coming back for the finish of the Winston 500. Back at Talladega, there'll be nine laps to go when the field comes to the start-finish line. This time, we're getting down to settling the Winston 500. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is the leader. Bobby Labonte is second. The lap car of Tony Stewart is next in line before you get back to Mike Skinner and Ricky Rudd, who run third and fourth. Lead lap cars, there are 27 of them. They're all in the big pack that steams across the stripe and heads back for turn one. Dale Earnhardt Jr. shows the way. Bobby Labonte sitting just behind him, both hugging the inside lane of the racetrack. Now Skinner runs third, but again he has the lap car and Tony Stewart to clear, and Stewart wants to get by and get back in this thing. Here goes Skinner on the move, diving underneath Stewart. Mike Skinner has seen enough of the lap car. He will dive low on Tony Stewart, and all the lead lap cars will go with him. Skinner to third, run to fourth. Fifth now to John Andretti. Sixth will be Steve Grissom. We always see Skinner trying to make these moves late in the race. This is usual for him. He's going to look to the low side of the racetrack and tuck right in now. So here come the leaders off the corner. They'll close in on a slower machine just ahead of them. Johnny Benson who just made a pit stop. And we're about to settle the question here with just eight laps to go as they cross the line. Do you need to be leading or do you need to be running second or third to make a run on the leader? Right now, Dale Earnhardt Jr. is the leader as they go back to turn number one. Can he hang on to it? Bobby Labonte sits behind him at a car length back. Skinner now has cleared the lap traffic. You've got Ricky Rudd and John Andretti, who have been strong all day. Steve Grissom up here in the top ten, putting on a late race charge. Here's Matt Kenseth going after him. He looks underneath Grissom on the back straightaway. Kenseth takes a look to the inside. Grissom moves a little bit to the left, takes the lane away. Kenseth forced to drop back in line. Then right behind him is Ward Burton. Then side by side, Mark Martin on the comeback trail. Mark Martin is there. Just about a half groove higher than him was Dale Jarrett. He sneaks a peak up there and he's going to stay. Dale Jarrett tries the high side. Hasn't any big drafting help right now but now it forms in behind him. Seven laps to go when they come to the start finish line this time. The draft behind Dale Jarrett is Dale Earnhardt but that's it. Just two cars. Jeff Burton and Joe Nemechek cut to their inside. Kind of leave them hanging out. Here's Jerry Nadeau cutting between cars up in front of Jarrett to the outside lane. Trying to work the high side of the racetrack falling in line behind Mark Martin trying to hook that draft up in the outside lane here late in the race. Let's see if it'll work. Here's Dale Jarrett squeezing back to the inside lane. No, they go nowhere. They're falling back, losing spots. Front of the pack, Bobby Labonte tries to take a peek to the inside of Dale Earnhardt Jr., but Little E will have none of it. He runs below the yellow line all the way down the back straightaway and holds him off. Mark Martin still trying to make a move up, upside happening. Likewise for Matt Kenseth. He goes to the high side. Now Kenseth and Mark Martin begin to form up that outside draft as they steam off turn number four. Earnhardt Jr. leads. Bobby Labonte second. Mike Skinner third. Ricky Rudd fourth. And John Andretti fifth. And Steve Grissom has moved up into sixth place. Do you make your move early or do you wait until that final lap? Bobby Bonnie's got to make that decision very shortly, and so does Mike Skinner. They go back to two. And Dale Earnhardt Jr. has to worry about who's going to do what and when they're going to do it. For now, he's got his hands full, charging back into turn number two. Bobby Labonte inches off his rear deck. Here's Skinner now, flashing down low, showing what he may be doing. Dale Jarrett also drops out of line. Jarrett tried to take a peek to the inside, couldn't find any room. Elliot Sadler gets shuffled to the high lane. Elliot, with no help at all, is going to go backwards. Now Joe Nemechek gets shuffled into the high lane with him. So he and Elliott Sadler will try and hook up together while closer to the front, Mark Martin begins to climb up the banking as well. Off turn number four, Dale Earnhardt Jr. with Bobby Labonte and Skinner right behind him. 
Remember Mark Martin involved in the incident with pit, uh, with Bobby Hamilton coming to pit road. Some damage to his car. He's being shuffled back at this point as they come to the stripe. Five laps to go in the race. Dale Jr. holds off Bobby Labonte. Single file freight train charging up the banking of turn number one with Dale Earnhardt Jr. hanging on to the top spot. Bobby Labonte every now and then will peek to the inside, will peek to the outside. He's got to be concerned about Mike Skinner. Skinner trying to dive down low up off the corner. Skinner looking low. Labonte looking low. Everybody trying to fight their way to the inside. Dale Earnhardt Jr. at the start of the day still had something to learn. He said about drafting. He'll get his master's degree in the next five laps. With all find out if the word slingshot is back in the Talladega vocabulary here in about five laps. Off turn number four, Dale Earnhardt Jr. waiting, watching, wondering when the move's going to come. And for Jeff Gordon, who restarted a moment ago as the leader, he has slid all the way back to 15th position. He's mired up in that traffic back there with nowhere to go. Here's Mike Skinner diving out from behind. Bobby Labonte going to put a run on. Is he going to get some drafting help as he goes after the lead over toward turn two? John Andretti pulls in line behind Mike Skinner to provide the push on the outside lane. Now let's see if it'll work. He also gets help from Dale Jarrett. He gets to the outside with Terry Labonte, Elliott Sadler as well, helping to push from the outside. Skinner making the run on the outside. Side. Matt Kenseth is down in the grass, throws up a big rooster tail of dirt, but manages to hold on to it. Skinner on the outside takes the lead to three. And now Earnhardt Jr. may not hang on to second spot because John Andretti is there. Off the corner, it's Skinner by a half car length. He has the advantage. Down low, it's Earnhardt Jr. Andretti to his outside. It's Skinner, and here comes Andretti in the middle. John Andretti breaking down to the inside behind Skinner, now breaking to the outside. They're going to come three and four wide to the start-finish line. Three left laps to go. Andretti by Skinner to the lead. They're banging fenders for the lead into turn one. Four deep for the top spot. Andretti has it momentarily. Now it's Skinner who squeezes down to the inside. Dale Jarrett and Terry Labonte stacked up on the high side of the banking, but Skinner is strongest right now. He'll lead off turn number two. Earnhardt Jr. is second. Four wide for third. Everybody holding their lane. Four abreast. Down the back straight away. It's Skinner with the lead with Earnhardt Jr. in hot pursuit in second. Then three wide for third. Labonte, Andretti, and Terry Labonte. Terry Labonte he's not going to make that move pay off. He's going to go backward. Meanwhile, up front, Skinner looking, waiting, watching. Earnhardt Jr. tightens in behind him. John Andretti drops back just a little bit further. The lead is going to be Skinner. Then Earnhardt Jr. and Bobby Labonte, and here comes Earnhardt up the middle. They don't race anywhere in the world like they do at Talladega. The laps are winding down. There'll be two to go as they work their way back down to the line this time. Mike Skinner is the leader. Earnhardt Jr. rides right behind him. Can he hang on to the lead? He made a daring move ago, a minute ago to get it. Can he keep it? They're back in two. Just behind the front two, you've got Bobby Labonte and Dale Earnhardt. They're racing side by side. Earnhardt trying to get some drafting help to move up on the outside. Labonte hoping to squeeze to the inside and make a move. And here he goes, looking underneath Dale Jr. They are side by side, but Labonte can't make the move. Has to tuck it back in line. Mike Skinner guarding the bottom with for everything he's worth. And here comes Dale Earnhardt to the outside. He'll challenge for the lead in three. Dale Earnhardt goes powering high to the outside of Mike Skinner. The fans just beside themselves here at Talladega. Jumping up and down, yelling, screaming. Off the corner they come two by two. You can't tell them apart, Skinner and Earnhardt. This is going to be a whale of a finish. White flag lap as they come down to the line. One to go. Racing for the lead in the Winston 500. Contact between.
between Earnhardt Jr. and Skinner. Bobby Labonte tries to sandwich in. Meanwhile, the outside lane is long gone as they get to turn one. Dale Earnhardt leads the way. Now it is Kenny Wallace who moves up to the second position on the final lap of the Winston 500. Joe Nemechek pulls up into the third position. It is a three-car breakaway. Last trip down the backstretch. Decision time at Talladega as Dale Earnhardt tries to do it again. But here comes Kenny Wallace looking to the outside lane. Earnhardt blocks him going into three. Three-car race for the win. Kenny Wallace looking for that breakthrough victory. Earnhardt trying to block him high and low. Nobody jumping out of line. Here come the leaders off the corner. It's going to be a three-way battle for the win. They'll come by the Ted Musgrave car with Earnhardt leading. Here they come into the tri-oval. Kenny Wallace, one final shot at Dale Earnhardt. Behind him, the whole pack steaming for the finish line. Dale Earnhardt wins it. Earnhardt wins the Winston 500 as there's trouble after the finish. Ward Burton spins. Car is spinning. Steve Grissom crashes after the checkered flag. About six cars are involved down in turn number one. But it is over here at Talladega. Dale Earnhardt has won the race. Unbelievable finish. Absolutely unreal racing here. Again, there is trouble as they went off to turn number one when the checkered flag had just come out. Ward Burton was one of those cars. A lot of smoke down toward the corner. And Earnhardt goes on around the racetrack to enjoy his win. Here comes Ward Burton back. We're looking to see who some of the other cars are involved down there as we're waiting for the smoke to clear. But Ward is okay. His car just got turned up, wrinkled a little bit in the rear end, but he will go back to the garage. Marty Dave Blaney was involved. Also, Stacy Compton has a good bit of damage. Both those cars able to drive away. It also appears Ricky Craven may have got some of that. Those are the cars able to roll after the crash. Steve Park and Rich Bickle also involved in the accident after they took the checkered flag. Here at Talladega, the fans are still standing, shaking their heads. At the finish of the Winston 500, Dale Earnhardt was 15th on the final restart with 15 laps to go. Got the lead coming to the white flag and held off Kenny Wallace over the final lap to score the win. And he really hadn't gone anyplace for 10 of those 15 laps from that last restart. Let's go to victory lane. Well, this big Earnhardt smile tells it all, but... Where in the world did you come from, 15th on that last restart? I was very lucky. I, I was very frustrated a lot, but very lucky. Uh, I kept working the, the outside, and it didn't work. Got three wide, didn't work. So I started working the middle, and I, I knew I had to pass those guys on the inside. I kept working the middle. I kept working the middle, and finally it started moving. And, uh, and then Kenny Wallace got behind us, and, boy, when Kenny got behind us, we started to the front. And we just kept working away there and working away there, and we finally got it to the front. And Kenny hung on. I, you know, he's going to try to make a move down the back straightaway, but I kept moving, and he just couldn't really run and make a run on me. And um, it worked out. And then he stuck with me through the one, uh, three and four and back to the line. And I was, I was proud to make old Richard uh, Schwartz here a, a millionaire. He's he's uh, worked awful hard all his life, and uh, he deserves it. And uh, Winston's awful good about putting this thing together. And I've, I've been involved in a couple no bull fives and uh, never won one. It's pretty unique to win one. Your, your engine build over there, Danny Lawrence said, we're going we're gonna to make our move with five laps to go. <laughs> he said, we're going to win this race. I'm I glad, didn't believe I'm glad he knew it. I didn't know it. Uh, and it was a, a winner. You know, it, didn't, it, it was one of them deals that it, nobody really knew. And it, it had to be uh, somebody had to help you and work with you. And uh, they felt that's what was going to happen. And Skinner was on the bottom. And I was running. I, I mean, I couldn't pull him behind Skinner and help him. Dale Jr. was there. So I just took the outside to him and. And raced on around him with uh, Kenny, uh, Kenny Wallace by him and worked out great. There was a decision on the tires, whether you take none, rights, or left. I think, I think the two tires we could, took right sides really, really helped us because I could turn the car and do things in the corner that I wouldn't have been able to do, and I think that helped us get back. All right. Do you like this uh, way it is right now better than before? 
No. <laughs> I don't like restrictor plate racing. <laughs> All right. Well, I think Andy Schindler is coming over here uh, to present you a check. So come over here, Andy. Hey, champ. <laughs> Great race, buddy. Outstanding job. Hey, I didn't, I didn't hurt you batting a 1,000 here, did I? No, you didn't. You kept me in the game here. I'm 7 for 7. In recognition of your great victory today, Dale, here's a check for No Ball 5 winner, $1 million. And, and, also, and also Richard Sturts from Cumberland, Maryland, $1 million. So that's the celebration down here at Victory Lane as Dale Earnhardt and Richard Sturts of Maryland hold up their checks for $1 million. Dale Earnhardt is the winner, finishing second, Kenny Wallace. And incidentally, that's Kenny Wallace's first top five in the entire 2,000-year season. But, boy, he had a day here today at Talladega. Joe Nemechek ran third. Jeff Gordon bounced back and came home fourth. Terry Labonte finished fifth. Gifts sixth to Mike Skinner. Mark Martin finished seventh. Rusty Wallace ran eighth. Mike Bliss was ninth. Great day for Mike. Matt Kenseth had a good day also. He'll finish tenth. Ricky Rudd, eleventh. Bobby Labonte is twelfth. Jerry Nadeau finished 13th, Dale Earnhardt Jr. 14th, 15th was Dale Jarrett, 16th was Steve Grissom. Give a call to Steve. He put in a good performance here today also. Finishing 17th was Elliot Sadler. Chad Little ran 18th. Steve Park was 19th. 20th was John Andretti. 21st goes to Rich Bickle. 22nd to Ward Burton. 23rd to Stacey Compton. 24th to Bill Elliott. Robert Presley was 25th. Brett Bodine finished 26th. Tony Stewart, 27th. Dave Blaney was 28th. And Jeff Burton finished 29th, and Ricky Craven make up the top 30, and I'm out of breath. 31st was Rick Maz today, Ted Musgrave, 32nd, Johnny Benson, 33rd, Michael Waltrip, 34th, and Darrell Waltrip, 35th. Bobby Hamilton was 36th, Ken Schrader, 37th, Jimmy Spencer, 38th, Scott Pruitt, 39th, and Dave Marcus, 40th. 41st to Sterling Marlin, Jeremy Mayfield was 42nd, and Kevin LePage finished in 43rd position. Time of the race, 3 hours, 1 minute, and 53 seconds. 49 lead changes among 22 drivers. Only three caution flags in the event. Eight of the 43 starters failed to finish on the lead lap at the checkered flag. 26 of the 43 starters. And now the unofficial championship standings. Dale Earnhardt will close to 210 points behind Bobby Labonte with four races to go. This is the NASCAR Winston Cup Series heads to Rockingham, North Carolina next Sunday afternoon. So I want to wrap it up here today by thanking our pit runner, Ron Thomas, and our production assistants, Jim Norton, Dan Alred, Don Champion, and Greg Hobbs, and the voices you heard call the action of the Winston 500. Joe Moore, Dave Moody, and Eli Gold in the corners, Jim Phillips, Winston Kelly, and Marty Snyder in the pit and garage areas. For Barney Hall, I'm Alan Bestwick, saying so long from Talladega. I need a rest after this one. 49 lead changes, and Dale Earnhardt scores the victory in the Winston 500. Motor Racing Network Classics is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina. Remember to visit MRN.com for all the latest news and information. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network. Motor Racing Network Classics is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina. Remember to visit MRN.com for all the latest news and information. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network. We'll be right back.